Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. With Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And, of course, a mechanical mangler flounder at the controls. And El Condo flounder with his new kitty who uh, raced under the couch when I opened the door. <laughs> so, he, but at some point, he's got he to will, get I mean, used But, to, again, he's still, a, he's still a baby kitten. So yeah. he's anyway, just, so, but he's, he's a beautiful cat. I, I can't wait is. to play with him, you know. Uh, and, uh, now, first of all, anything new since last we met? Anything on, on incidents, uh, traffic problems, cutting people off, fighting with anybody at the store? Oh, yeah. Uh, starting Friday, 285 eastbound. Oh, God, that's right. So, uh, but the thing is, is they've now... They've, and then westbound, uh, by the way. 285 is what? They're, they're, they're closing off two lanes, so yeah. there's only going to be three. And it's going to be for a year. <laughs> yeah, a year. Starting where? Yeah. Right at 400? No, yeah, at, right. at, at, at uh, <clears throat> Ashford, is it Ashford Dunwoody? And oh, that's east of me, yeah. To Roswell Road? And, yes, I mean, it's well, right in, somewhere in that area. Roswell, that's 400. That's that's from Roswell Road on the left to 400 on the right, and then Ashford Dunwoody further right. That's the that's the top-end perimeter. Yeah, it's the top-end perimeter. Yeah, that's the top-end yeah. perimeter. And, and then they're going to do westbound after that. So, it's, I mean, it's going to be a year. It's going to be, they predict it'll be a year. And that means getting on and off and, 400 and, will be a disaster. And the DOT, well, I'm, I'm, not sure about, I'm not sure about the interchange, but you, you have to assume anything near 400 on 285 is going to cause problems forever. Right, but for, fact, me, DOT, for me to go home from the battery, sorry to interrupt you, Kimmer, but if I'm going home from the battery, I can just get off Roswell Road. You, what you ought to do is cut across. Yeah, just not going anywhere near. Just cut across. The northern, or even suburbs. go even go west on back roads, and then cut over when you get north. Just cut over somewhere yeah, to Roswell I mean, I Road. Have any? Well, even, even the the spokeswoman for the DOT said it's going to be a nightmare, and you better start right now picking alternate routes. I know. I mean, they're they're you know they're it's admitting this is going to be horrible. <laughs> anyway, and, and they'll fix it, and it'll be nice for about three months, and then they'll yeah, it'll back up again. Well, it's like you know the toll road on four hundred. <laughs> Why didn't they make it eight lanes when they built it? You know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, now, by the way, we, we I assume uh, our number one story in your mind has got to be the Braves clinching with oh, the thing. Yeah, here in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, uh, I got a I got a whole bunch, we're gonna, we got a bunch of major stories to talk about, um, including uh, apparently uh, Alec Baldwin paid off the family of the woman he murdered. Uh, and got away with it, and they're going to redo the film. They're going to make the film. They're going to go back to the same location, same place, same actors, and redo the make the film over. Kimmer, the people are clamoring for this film. <laughs> Alec, we need more Alec Baldwin movies. <laughs> anyway, uh, but we got a billion things. We'll be talking about um, uh, not only the Braves, obviously, and uh, the number 62. Uh, we'll also be talking about uh, uh, Biden yelling at the media as though, I mean, and, and they're turning on him, thank God. What? I don't know. David said, go ahead and ring the bell. I don't know. Oh, my God. We just started. <laughs> you know, you don't have to. It's free. Okay? It's free. So, pop out one of these for you. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> for you. Jesus, it's, it's, it's free. 
Oh, I don't really like your show. Oh, oh here, I got something for you right here. Uh, Try it in this just, area. Come on. Let's... Anyway, uh, so we'll tell you. Also, the Herschel story. Holy cow! What Herschel I mean, story? well, there you go. Who cares? Uh, well, who cares? But yeah, it's only it's only the Senate. Oh, okay. Um, okay. What? So he paid, allegedly paid for abortion as uh, the state killing okay. thousands and thousands of babies. I guess we babies. can do that now. And, and, and the counter argument is, you know, uh, Raphael Wifenacher, who, by the way, yeah. uh, hit his wife with a car allegedly. and is a deadbeat dad and has been stealing money by you not paying taxes on it from his uh, church that he, you know, surprised the lightning doesn't blow him away every Sunday. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just as a scoundrel in every way. His wife says he uh, ignored his kids. He's a deadbeat dad. He ran from a process server. Did you know that? When his wife filed a process, uh, sent a process server to his, house to file with papers to take care of child support he ran who among us he fled the scene anyway uh and, and his and uh, since we're talking about that now i really didn't want to do it now well no. if you're okay you no, go no. in the voting booth and there's herschel and there's a communist right. i'm voting right. for herschel you gotta vote for herschel uh a, a, a couple things first of all remember when he talks about the paying for an abortion um <laughs> first of all so what it was, uh, 13 years ago his girlfriend even if he did uh, that you know, I, I don't know if the issue is you know it's your girlfriend and she's going to get an abortion, but she's broke. Uh, you know, a, a gentleman. I mean, you if, did it. Then, yeah, I mean, if you're responsible and if you and if you believe that the best thing for her, I mean, you're you're part of the twosome. If you if you decide you know the best thing for her, despite your own personal uh, reservations is for that to happen. Again, 99.8% of all abortions are voluntary. They're not because of rape or incest. Right. So, uh, and, and the, But the counter-argument to Raphael Weifnacher, the deadbeat dad, is to say, well, gee, Herschel allegedly, and he denies it, paid for an abortion. You want the American taxpayer to pay for everybody's abortion. Right. And you want to have abortions available up until they're born. And after. Hell, yeah. after. So uh, when they're crying, oh, sorry, I mean, you know, so I mean, there's your argument. <laughs> don't, don't listen, pumpkin. That could have been bad. Well, I, you know, I'm steamed about all this. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's, just, it's nasty. Are you growing your beard back? I you are. You've grown well, your beard back. Chillier. I don't know. Um, anyway, well, let me go across that. You like now, it? So we, we got that issue. We'll also talk about Hunter and the FBI. FBI being sued. There's a woke. A chick, not only at the Department of Defense, but also at Treasury. And we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about the uh, professor who got fired because he was too hard on his students yeah. for grading. Uh, uh, Musk, again, is back with Twitter. Uh, our condolences to friends, family, and country music lovers for the death of the coal miner's daughter, Loretta Lynn, passed away at the age of 90. Uh, in fact, let me just read a little thing here. Uh, and I, I, she, she was what we used to call. I, I used to be a country DJ, as you know, and they made me change my name to Tom. When I was when I came back from the Marines, I got a job as a country DJ in Phoenix, where I went to Arizona State, um, and <laughs> at K H A T K Hat Radio, um, owned by uh, uh, Buck Owens, by the way. Buck Owens. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, so, you know, it's a good disc jockey, and, and she was what we call down-home country, where, you know, like, uh, uh, uptown country is people like, uh, um, well, now I can't think of anybody. <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, uh, Merle Haggard's down-home country, or twangy, twangy, down by, uh, Garth Brooks my, is kind of, uh, sort, he sort of he's it. a little bit. Anyway, uh, it, uh, and she passed away at the age of 90. Uh, coal miner's daughter, and uh, there's a you ain't woman enough. Uh, the pill, don't come home a drinking with loving on your mind. You <laughs> love that one. Uh, very famous, as you know, a Lebanon singer. She said, I never wrote for the men, I always wrote for the women, and the men loved it too. 
Uh, her autobiographical coal miner's daughter helped her reach her widest audience yet. Great movie. We were poor, but we had love. That's the one thing Daddy made sure of. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar. It was also the uh, the movie with Sissy Spacek, won her an Academy Award, won uh, Loretta Lynn an Academy Tommy Award. Lee. Tommy and Lee Tommy Jones? Lee. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, uh, passed Tommy away at the Earl. age of 90. Is it Tommy Lee or Tommy Earl? That was his name. Tommy. No, it was Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy wasn't Lee it? Jones. Okay. I think so. It was Tommy Lee Jones. Um, anyway, uh, we want to talk. You want to talk about Braves now, stuff? I got like sure. a million other things here to get. Oh, 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 hold on. First of all, first of all, before you first thing, da 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 da. da when you were mentioned, uh, uh, want to bet? Well, as you know, I, as I mentioned, the uh, the Kimmer Show podcast, as you know, is free. Now, I mean, I, when I put my name on it, and Pete's our uh, business open fuehrer, so he's, you know, but we decided, it's, it's, you know, it's free, it's a podcast, so it's not, you know. Uh, however, we do love when you send us money or checks or subscription, or if you, you go to PayPal uh, um, or uh, patreon.com slash Kimmer Show, and you can get through all that stuff or send us a check. We'll give you an address. If you, uh, uh, the, the, the link is thekimmershow.net. What links us to 103, 106.3. And real quick, that's correct. Pete, your Yahoo email is linked to the website, so you should check your spam maybe later today or something like that, so you might have some emails going to there. All right, and thank you to Jane, who uh, went on PayPal, and Ronald, who went on PayPal and, or Patreon and upped his pledge. Oh, my gosh. And so he's upped his, so up yours. Up yours, too, I think. So we've upped our standards, so up yours. All right, how about that? <laughs> that used to be a great T-shirt, too. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, and the other uh, thing is, if you want to uh, be a sponsor or get in, uh, in contact with Pete, who kind of handles all that business stuff, it's PeteDavis1 at Yahoo.com. Okay, now, uh, we are linked to uh, the radio station Extra 106.3, and I, I call in every Friday morning, and uh, they play our podcast for an hour on Saturdays at noon, um, and we're linked with them, and they uh, give us money when people sign up to do, I don't know, some click thing, or I don't know what it is. But anyway, uh, here, boys, 20 40 60 $70 for you. Holy cow. And 20 40 60 $70 for Flounder. I oh, actually gosh, rounded up. It was only more. it was only $67 a piece, but I rounded it up. I I punished myself 6 bucks worth to make it an even 7. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's my my honor, but my name's on the No, no, no. You keep your candy. I brought the, and I brought double candy. I just I noticed it's very generous today. Did the Rothschild reason. sign up? What, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? That'll be the day. Um anyway, uh, um, uh, okay, I, I, I've got so many things to talk about, but let's talk about the Braves. And, and in fact, I watched. I didn't. I didn't see every minute of the game, but I watched a lot of it. And it never, you know. And it's really amazing. Every time I tune in, um, our new star first baseman is either having a horrible string or he's hitting a home run. I mean, you know, every. Well, he's had a lot of doubles too. Yeah, I extra mean, base hits, leading yeah. the league. Yeah. He's definitely come through in the last two weeks. Oh, well, yeah, the worst, the worst slump of his life. Yeah, and then when it was crunch time, he you couldn't get through. him out. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's amazing. I just, I'm, I'm so. Well, he's a Parkview kid. Yeah, I mean, I love, I just <laughs> love the whole deal. I mean, I just, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited he's very, about it. Like, well, and I'm still learning. He doesn't. Very quiet. Very quiet, so I, I like the guy. He's, yeah. good. He's a good kid. I, I, I'm still learning the Braves players. I mean, you know, I, I, I am. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Well, well, it's they a keep very changing it's a, their names. It's a very young team. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, anyway, I'm having fun. Now, um, in terms of the game, um, I, we, we clinched the uh, division. And then, uh, and so I, I texted Pete immediately. He says, well, I guess that's our number one topic tomorrow. And he says, why, what happened? You know, like he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> well, but I thought it was amazing. The, the, the whole video, when I, after the game tuned in, they're all taking off their clothes right there. <laughs> you know, stripping off their shirts. And the guy's well, got a big basket, so nobody steals it. I don't think any, <laughs> people were paying close attention because everybody said, well, it was over on Sunday. It wasn't over, no, on, it wasn't Sunday. over on Sunday. But for the Braves to lose the division, they would six things had to happen. Yeah. As of last night, three had already happened. Yeah. And if they had lost, the Mets four were, would have happened. Yeah. And it would have come down to today. Yeah. That's how close it was exciting. the pressure was yeah. mounting. But again, I, I don't think I, I, I wonder how many how many, you know, Braves fan. I'm a Braves fan. I'm not a Braves nut. I mean, I, you know, I don't go to the clubhouse and get autographed. I mean, I'm, you know, but I'm a Braves fan. But, but I also, <laughs> I don't really follow very closely the, you know, number of games left and who, you know, I, I don't follow all the division leaders. I just, I just don't. I mean, I really don't. So it, it, it should have been more, it should have been more emphasized that this was a very important game. It was a very important game. And it yeah. came down to the, Jake Odorizzi pitched the game, right. of, uh, one of the games of his yeah. life. I, and again, I'd say, I thought, when what a great and then was it Minter uh, came, Minter in, came in, in in the eight and then he had loaded a the bases. There. Yeah, I got it. Did yeah. you see the, the Mets fans? Got out of it with the, the pop up. The Mets fans were watching on television. Yeah. And, they, uh, and when he popped him up, they went, Ah! <laughs> oh <laughs> we no! We get to stick it to him again. <laughs> now they're not dead though. The Mets yeah. are a really oh, good no, they're, team. They're, they're, they're not win dead. It all. They could win it all. I mean, it's going to be very tough. Very and, and, tough. And between you know the Mets and the Braves and the Dodgers, I mean they won 110, 11 games. The Mets won't win it all because their pitchers are showing. Uh, Scherzer didn't play against the Braves last year because he's he's old and hurt. Well, what is he? He's old and hurt I again. Know. But that the, the problem the, and the beautiful thing about baseball is if he suddenly has a couple of great games, yeah. you know, uh, boom. He I mean, there you, and, he does Grover and Cleveland DeGrom? Alexander. And I mean, comes if, up, yeah. if Scherzer and Degrom have great three great games, See, I think they're both not at the top of their game right, right now. Again, but but anyway, it's fun to it's fun to uh, which is why speculate. the Dodgers lost last year because Kershaw and Scherzer yeah, were and not at the top down. of the game. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I'm real excited about it. Um, uh, now, uh, uh, when's uh, Holy Crap at Sports? Your uh, famous Already did podcast. It. Already did it. And I uh, said, do you want to uh, tease? Uh, but, uh, obviously, talking about the Braves. And you have a highlight of uh, there's a, There's a disturbing trend coming in college football. It's at SMU right now, and it's probably coming to a team near you. It's this whole transfer portal redshirt thing is it's not good. Because of money? Well, basically, in the past, if you played one game, you lost your redshirt. Four years ago, they changed the rules. They said if uh, you if you play four games, you can still opt out. Last week, the Boise State quarterback, he'd been there for a decade, it seemed, Bachmeyer, he, uh, he says, okay, I'm not playing anymore this year. I played my four games. And I'm going to transfer at the end of the year. Uh, several SMU players just did it, too, said we're not playing for the rest of the year, which means they're now shorthanded. The rest of because the year. they want to transfer they out. They want to transfer out and keep their red shirt year. Well, then why did they start get, get there? Because the, they, they, they thought they would They thought be big stars, and they're not. Yeah. So they say, "I'm leaving." Oh, what? you know that. Yeah. I, you know, I just want to strangle I, half of these bastards. You know, I mean, first of all, you're getting a free freaking education. You can always I say, know. "I went to college." I know. You don't have to. You know, I went to college. That's I have a college degree. It, you know, it's it's pretty much standard on basic resumes. If you want to sell shoes, if you have a college yeah. degree, you're better than I, the guy I, who does. Kimmer. In mediocre America, the media. Does doesn't care that you're getting an education for free. That's not enough. I know. I, I, anyway, I just, you know, talk about spoiled. And, and again, these are the same guys. They, re, remember, if you're a college 
scholarship athlete. You were the best in your hometown, yep. basically. You were the best athlete the in the Lord county. of your hometown. You were a state star. Everybody knew your name. Uh, all the girls, you know. I mean, come on. You you've had a pretty had a pretty good. If you if you're a, if you're you know especially in the, you know the top divisions of college sports and you're a scholarship athlete, you're a freaking star in all your your whole freaking life. You had everything handed yeah. to you since. So now you, I'm not sending a work hard and practice hard. I'm not saying that. You do work hard and practice hard. But that's not the question. I'm saying, but you've had every you've had people look the other way about your grades about things you did off the field. Yeah. And we all know it. We've all saw yeah. it growing up. And yeah. it's the same now as it was then. People yeah. look the other way. Yeah, I know. The only thing that's changed is social media. If they catch you on film, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, anything on the uh, uh, Holy Crap at Sports uh, podcast? Uh, anything else to remember? I'll hand it to you. Just trying to get people, you know? Okay, whatever. It's, it's all Braves all the it's time. All, okay, good. Basic. Now, uh, yes. what about uh, Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge hit number I'll six. Oh, that too. Yeah, Aaron Judge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> forgot about and, that. And in fact, I was trying to find the game, and I I didn't find it until it was two. I missed him. I missed his at back. I was watching the Braves, but it was on uh, it was the on baseball channel. MLB Network and ESPN yeah. were cutting. Yeah, and it. I missed it. But I saw the guy falling out of the stands. Oh, yeah. Gee, he could have died. Remember, hey, a guy did die. Was it? It was Pittsburgh. in Los Angeles or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh no, the other day. No, but I mean, remember the guy died a few years oh, ago. The family sued in Texas. Los Angeles or L- oh, uh, L.A. somewhere. Yeah. It's been everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, and, and, it and happened Turner in Field, Chicago, it, too. It happened at Turner. It yeah. happened in that, Texas right. at the old ballpark. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank God. He, they say he wasn't hurt, I can't, which is hard to believe. Well, he kind of jumped. He was doing it on oh, purpose. He was, yeah, I mean, but he was being, he probably half drunk. I don't know. They, I don't know. Uh, anyway, but uh, the guy who did catch it, I guess, caught it with a glove. Uh, it was, you know, and Aaron Judge was asked, you know, what do you think about that guy? And he said, well, he said, you know, Aaron Judge said, well, I'd sure love to have that ball back. But I totally understand the guy's already been offered $2 million on the spot. Oh, my God. It. First of all, he's married to a Sports Illustrated reporter yeah. who tweeted, that's my man. That's, my, yeah. that's your $2 million <laughs> that's man. If he hands that ball over, yeah. he's an idiot. Yeah. Especially, especially right now in a recession. Yeah. At some point, Judge will get the ball. But someone's paying me before it's yeah. leaving my hand. Well, now let me ask you this. <laughs> I'm not taking it for a jersey and a okay. bat. And, and in fact, the and guy said. I, that, that sets your family up for life. For life. I, I, did I see an interview last night on SportsCenter, I think. And, it's, and the guy, somebody said, can I hold the ball? And he said, no, it's not no. leaving my hand. You can't, nobody can touch it. No. And I had guard, you know. Now let me ask you, if you're the one who caught the ball. Uh, you've already said you'd keep, obviously, would you, I assume you'd sell it. Would you keep I it for a while? I want to give it to them, but if they're offering $2 million, you cannot pass that up. Well, I'm, now, all right, two questions. And Flounder asked you the same thing. First of all, if you caught the ball and it was Aaron Judge, who we all, I mean, you, you like as a baseball player, you admire him as a I, man. I, I, do. I do. I mean, okay, I think, it's, you know, if it was an asshole who was doing it, you'd say, yeah, screw you, you're not getting, yeah. Okay, but you know, a guy, you, a guy you, you like, a guy who would treasure the thing so far. One, would you give him, would you keep the ball? or give it to him uh, like pete said i would get my money because somehow he's going to get that ball. okay well there's two questions in that but you'd keep the ball you yes would not i would keep the judge. ball you I would, would not the... give it to judge not for two okay. million dollars now uh what, you, what's the money what's the money would limit? you hold on to it no if someone oh. at the game said i'll give you two million right now would you take the two million or say i'm gonna hold on i would hold on i would hold on because someone, young enough i would not, hold well on. not only that someone might offer me three million well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know about that. If, if he's got the two million right there, I think I'm taking well, the two million right I'm, there. You would take the two million. Probably I'd hold on to it. I'd give Why? it to my kids. Is it going to get better over time? 
Uh, it's the hottest it'll ever be is right now. I, okay, yeah, well, that's, that's a, quite, a good I mean, point. That's a but in auction, years and from now, it yeah. might go better. Yeah. But if the and especially if the Yankees go on and win the World Series, or he wins the Triple Crown, which yeah. probably isn't going to happen. But if he won the Triple Crown too, that yeah. would be amazing. Now let me ask you this: All right. If you're Aaron Judge, would you offer the guy two million? He's he got to have a hundred million in his checking account. Well, he's I mean, going it, to. He, I mean, yeah, he's this, going to next year. Yeah, I mean, the, why wouldn't you offer the guy? He's, he's going to have five hundred million. Why would you say to the guy? At the end of the day, if he, yeah, I'll take the ball. If Aaron, Ju- if Aaron Judge wants the ball that bad, he then should he, buy then, it. Then well, the Yankees should buy it. If the Yankees yeah. want to re-sign him, I'm p- buying the ball and right. saying here. Yeah. The, the, uh, I, the is Steinbender family still involved yes. in the? Uh, the Unfortunately, they're cheap. They immediately said, "Okay, here's your two million. Here's your two million. We'll buy the ball and we'll right. And, uh, and uh, give I it would. To if I, I mean, if I'm like an Arthur Blank or something, I yeah. got that pocket change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd do it. I mean, a lousy two million for all, and, and including Aaron Judge. Why didn't he sit here? Here's my checkbook and just do it right there, and give it to the Hall I of Fame. I would take his check. I mean, he doesn't need the money, and Aaron Judge is uh, never going to need a, the money for selling the ball. Money order or something. <laughs> well, no, okay, but but I mean seriously, Aaron Judge doesn't need, will ever, never need no, the money he, for that ball. He just had maybe the greatest batting season in the history of baseball. Yeah. You compare it; it's amazing. He did it with no PEDs allegedly, and he did it when it's the, this is the hardest time ever yeah. to to hit a batted ball. More hundred mile an hour pitches than ever, and they're everything's moving, moving and every, <laughs> they change in the four or five pitchers a game. This is the Buster Olney was saying today. This is the greatest single season ever, and I, I kind of agree with him on this. He is, and he did it in a contract season. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. And plus, the way he has turned himself around as a hitter. Oh. I mean, anyway, uh, and it's it's really a remarkable story. And, and I'm just, I mean, the guy, the kid's going to get the guy who caught it's going to get his money. Uh, and it, yeah, I, I just, I just, I think it could have been done different. I just, I, I, I think it should have been done differently. That, but that, that his chick, I'd like, I'm putting my resignation letter in right now to Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I'd be over. We're <laughs> our millions and we're leaving. <laughs> all right, all right, hold everything. Oh, let's see. Um, oh, one more thing, I want, and then I want to uh, talk about some of our sponsors. Um, I'm in a, uh, a moral quandary. Oh no. Uh, or an, and not an ethical, a moral quandary or a personal quandary. I just, I got a, in fact, you may have seen it. It's on our podcast message. I don't know if that comes to you guys too. Maybe it's my, I don't know, some, some message page I have on my phone. I open it up and it's a message. Okay. By the way, and, I'm eating your truffle now. Uh, so we'll now, now again, now the other day, I, um, again, every day when I go to the store, remind me to talk about what I was talking about. Uh, every day when I go to the store, um, I, it's just chocolate. You don't I have smell, to. I love smelling oh, okay. chocolate. Anyway, I still look for those stupid Milky Way. I'm having a hankering for a regular size Milky Way candy mm. bars. You can still buy regular size Snickers. You can buy regular size oh, you can Three Musketeers. You can buy regular size everything else. The but they don't any longer sell the regular size uh, Milky Ways. They either buy sell them in a double pack or the little teeny ones in the bag, which suck. So anyway, so I go, I just out of curiosity, I, when I look at the candy aisle, and I saw these from Hershey, there was a little bag of indi- individually wrapped Hershey truffles, is what it said. Yeah. And I thought, well, I, you know, I like truffles, and they, you know, and, and I was looking for, I had kind of an urge for candy, so I bought the bag, and I brought them in today. Now, obviously, they're not as good at truffles as C's candy, or uh, what's the one from San Francisco? Uh, Ghirardelli. Uh, 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 yeah, Ghirardelli. Um, it's actually spelled G H, but they I pronounce it Guy. Is that Guillardelli? Uh, but but again, it's all it's all chocolate. So there you are. And uh, it's yeah, good. Yeah. They're good. They're, they're not. They're, they're, they're fine. Ones, the little ones that have an almond in the middle are fantastic. I think mm, I've had those, no, but those, no, that no. that was called truffle, and I thought, well, I'll try it. I'll give it to the boys, oh, see really? if they like it. So I got that along with your uh, Nestle's Crunch, which may be one of the best candy bars ever made. 
ever made. And I'm, is, is that uh, rice? What's in there? Rice Krispies? Pretty much. Is that P- and puffed John, rice? It's not rice krispies, but it's but it's rice, right? It's puffed rice. Yeah. Who'd have thought? I mean, if you'd have told me I, I'm going to put some rice in a candy bar and give it to you, no, that's all right. I'm good. Somebody it's freaking delicious. Somebody <laughs> said something great the other day. They said, "Have we tried exploding other food to see if it makes them taste better, or have we just done it with cor- <laughs> corn?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who now, decided to blow that? Up? The uh, Indians. I, I bet the Indians. They left some corn by the fire, yeah, and, and it popped. And it and popped up. Oh, it is pretty good. Yeah, and that's how it happened. <laughs> um, okay, actually, first of all, um, uh, the most important thing of my day today is to say, uh, uh, Jennifer, I love you. Congratulations. Uh, this is the day that she has been clean and sober for 18 years today. Really Excellent. <laughs> and, and it wasn't that, it wasn't that long ago uh, that we didn't know whether she was dead or alive. And it wasn't that long ago when I got a, a phone call from jail <laughs> where she wanted me to, uh, to wire her some money so she could buy feminine supplies because they treated the jail victims like crap. I mean, anyway, a long, uh, what, a, what a road she's traveled. Uh, and uh, she had a stroke several years ago and is still recovering from that. So anyway, I love you, sweetie. You're a freaking role model. Uh, rock on. Uh, it's so, I mean, that's the hardest thing I think you probably ever would have to do to do what she's done again. And, 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 and being as a stroke victim, I mean, she can't really type very well. So everything she does to get her, uh, college degrees, which she's gotten has to be done like verbally. I mean, it's just, it's just one hassle after another, making her bed in the morning is difficult. I mean, it's just, you know, and that poor kid is just, uh, I don't know why she keeps getting punished. Do what I do, Jennifer. (laughs) Don't make the bed. Yeah. Don't forget the bed. (laughs) Anyway, I love you, sweetie. And, and, uh, I don't know what I assume she's probably why someone said the other day be that person be that special person the other people look up to make your bed (laughs) I'm like no. Nah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no. Leave me alone. I'm the only one looking at it. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, just get out of my life. <laughs> Shut the... F- yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Uh, anyway, all right, hold everything. Do you um, make your bed? I do. <coughs> he makes his bed. I Every air morning. out my bed. when I get, And I was taught... My mother told us to do this when we were, you know, a family of five kids, seven in the family. But when we were kids, we were told when we got out of bed to roll the sheets down to the end of the bed to air them out. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, that's your we, we never you're made a sweater. Our you're anyway. a sweater. You know. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, coming out, got, got so many things here. Um, uh, the uh, treasuring Spoiler. and uh, my uh, Juno. Uh, uh, and uh, oh, did you know I might be eligible for compensation because of the dirty water at Camp Lejeune? What? Who, who hey, told if I you get this? To, did you see the meme, by the way, with, <laughs> with the fat guy who died? Tommy Boy. For the love of God, I know about the camp machine. <laughs> and a van down by the river. <laughs> what was his name? I hate myself. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. <laughs> Great meme. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, coming up, a funny basketball player name. Also, Pete's going to tell me how I might get lucky. Yeah, you're gonna be, yeah, you're gonna get lucky next Wednesday night, maybe. Well, now hold and on. I'll tell you how to do that. <clears throat> what do you want to know now? Oh, no, no, not right now. And also, I forget you forgot to remind me yeah, to remember. I was about to tell you uh, do whatever you were gonna yeah, do. It was on moral uh, quandary. My moral quandary. Yeah, my moral quandary. But first. <laughs> There's no country, by golly, if you're looking for great ammo and guns and supplies for your own personal safety. Yes, America, <laughs> our friends, deadcrowdefense.com. 
Uh, this is a great company. Now, you can go on the, in fact, go, just go on the web and see what they have. It's not just guns and ammo, although uh, Flounder got his 9mm there. Not, not only the supplies you're looking for, but also the, the uh, caliber and the price. And when a lot of places can't get it, Dead Crow Defense comes through. In fact, uh, of any of the stuff they have, if it's in stock right there, it ships out the next day. They don't fool around as none of the seven or eight. I, mean, I love when you call and order something, but these companies say, oh, yeah, we'll ship it out in the next week or so. No, no. <laughs> no, they send it out the next day at Dead Crow Defense. Uh, look them up, deadcrowdefense.com. Not only guns and ammo, uh, safety gear, uh, security equipment and stuff like that. Uh, and if you have, uh, if, I'll give you a phone number if you have a, an emergency quick need for something you want to check out real fast. It's area code 678 Five seven six nine one one seven, or shoot them an email at sales at deadcrowdefense.com and they'll uh, get back to you immediately to see what you're looking for, whatever your needs might be. Don't forget, when you do a thing, when you order from them, uh, use the promo code Kimmer, K I M M E R, at checkout for 10% off your next several orders from deadcrowdefense.com. It's not a gun store, it's your personal arms dealer. DeadCrowDefense.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a Mad Men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Uh, let's see. Oh, speaking a couple of things on sports. Uh, did you... See, uh, there was a French basketball player in one of these minor leagues, like tryout leagues for the see who might be drafted by the NBA. And there's a French uh, from French New Guinea or someplace, a basketball player. Uh, and the announcer was re- was uh, was you know talking about him, announcing his uh, exploits on the court. And he said, "It's ho, you fat." <laughs> That's the guy's name. <laughs> ho, you, oh, you fat. <laughs> ho, you fat. <laughs> And he, and the announcer said, "That's his name. Don't start <laughs> tweeting on me now." You know, because he said he's. Oh, the, get well, it. you want to do that? Let, let me let me play something for you, <clears throat> which I played on mine. It's a Chicago Blackhawks commentator named Chris Volster. Okay, is his name, and uh, he was doing a game. Let me turn it. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Right there in front of God and everybody. <laughs> right there on the ice. <laughs> Steaming pile. It stinks on ice. <laughs> Poor bastard. That can't be good. Well, Skip Carey did that once. In fact, no, no. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Vince Coley did that. He said he, he said the S word. <laughs> um, oh, my moral quandary. 
Uh, what's up? Okay, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of my message apps. I open it up and it's a message. Um, I'm not sure where it comes from. And it's from a guy you know. It's an, an, I won't mention the name until I get back to him. It's a name you know. It's a person who owns a company which you know. In fact, they used to advertise on our former radio station. So it's somebody you're familiar with. And uh, he has asked me to be the guest speaker. Oh, no. At a at a at a patriotic event next month. Oh, where is it so I can record no. it? Where is it so I can record it? I'll go with you. We'll sit, with, we'll sit in the back. In fact, we'll get a bunch of people to go. Yeah. Guess what? What? It's in Cobb County. So. That's where I had my, my, oh, my worst yeah. experience ever when my mind went totally blank on the, uh, well, the, on this the Veterans time, Day where they awarded me a big veteran for Vietnam Veterans Day. You're going to write a script this time. Totally, no, you're going to write a script and have it right there. I, I, can't, I don't have a speech. No bullet points, a script. <laughs> I, don't do, I don't have a speech. I, you know, oh, uh, no, when I think about the days, I mean, I'm not a speech score. guy. Well, obviously, but uh, anyway, you're I mean, not I a speaking extemporaneously uh, off the top of your head guy either. Well, apparently, <laughs> uh, God knows I can't get a job in radio anymore. So, no, but, uh, and I don't know what the t- I mean, now I'm thinking of uh, of saying, you know, it's an, uh, there's an event in, attached with you. We're having an event. It. It'll get prizes. And it's like a thing to raise money for charity. And it's a great advertisement for the show. Yeah. Well, I, I w- I'm thinking of telling him. I, I just, no, I just don't. Do it. I, I, but I, I said, I'll tell you what. Why don't I, why don't I be there to hand out the awards? And you can say uh, our guest, uh, present uh, presenter, or they something. Have a girl in a bikini for that. No, I can't. I don't have a speech. I don't. I don't write a speech. Do it for the show. I'm not writing. I don't have a speech. I mean, you want me to write I, your nobody, speech? And by the way, I'm not a member of the group that is. It's an organ. It's a well-known organization. But they love you. I'm not a member of. I don't. I've never joined their group. Is this the National Organization for Women? It's kind of one of those things. No, no, it's different. But it's a national. It's an organ. National organization. Shriners. Of, uh, with chapters. Shriners. And, and no, no, no. Drink up, Shriners. <laughs> And uh, and so, uh, but again, you know, I said I'll, be, I'll, 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 you know, give a prize. I mean, I'll, I mean, I got to talk to the guy, but I don't give a speak. I'd be, it'd be, I'll be totally freaking horrible. Do you realize how many people will be exposed to the show if you do that? At that, uh, influential people that would listen to well, your show. All right, first of all, you know, it, it, it's an event that's not, it's not going to bring ten thousand people out there. I mean, it's going to be raise a few, the, maybe from a couple of hundred. fourteen to maybe twenty-seven. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, but that's my quandary. Is why I, I got to call that's the not guy. Not a more quandary you got to do it for the show you got to just put some stuff together uh, don't Don't do what you did last time (laughs) which is bomb (laughs) camera bombing brought to atlanta custom closets closetpro.net 404-255-0589 is the number to call if you want to talk to someone atlanta custom closets they have the best closets in fact lucas is sleeping in his closet right now closetpro.net that's right Um, okay, couple things. Um, I, I will. I'll call the guy. I, I just. I don't. I'm do dying. It. I'm just freaking don't dying. Don't be a pussy. Uh, I am. I'm just not. I, I, why, why would I put myself through that to be? You know, to have people hey, like man. throwing things it's, at me. It's but just but if you do hideous. this and you triumph, 
You can put that whole yeah. episode behind what you. Are they? No, I, forever. I, no, I can't. Forever. <laughs> I still wake up screaming. <laughs> Somebody has to have a video of that. <laughs> I would give good American you dollars. You there holding up a sign in the back, like, eat me or something. You know? <laughs> don't, don't screw up. You suck. <laughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> We're you start a chant. Ooh, you suck. <laughs> Down in front. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, if I did, it would be the shortest speech in history. Well, I can tell have you to be that. Long. Oh God! Well, anyway, I, I'll <laughs> no, call. No, she never oh, says that. God. Well, I'll, I will figure it out. All right. Um, a couple things. Um, and again, I, 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 God, I'm already. I've already blown forty minutes on this stupid thing. Um, um, oh, I, I, as you know, I, once a day I check Twitter. Oh, well, by the way, Scott I, says, yeah. "Here's your speech. Thank you for having me here." Listen to my podcast. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Congratulations on raising money and for charity. And then just walk off. And uh, good night. <laughs> it's like Costanza. Uh, call me T-Bone. <laughs> and off he goes. <laughs> Play him off, boys. Play him off. <laughs> or I could so biz. It's like I can show you with a big hook. hook. Yeah, I mean, that'd be funny. That would be funny. Literally, if you come up with a big freaking hook and get me out of there. Sorry, gotta. I want to stay, but I, you know, it's just you know, gotta run. What? What? A truffle was really good. Yeah, I'm, eating, good. I'm, I'm eating the Nestle Crunch now, and I think the truffle was better. It, it well, it's it, you know, it's hard to mess with chocolate, and, and it's and by the way, it's it's uh, Hershey's. I mean, it's not like it's the expensive you know German stuff, not Cadbury or uh, something. Uh, but again, it's it was pretty good, and it's individually wrapped. Although the price, I mean, I don't buy much to the store that I don't need anymore because the prices yeah. are getting uh, freaking ridiculous. You, you want want me to ruin ruin uh, Hershey's? For uh, please you? do, yeah. It's made with uh, I had no, goat fat. Or, we all ra- we, we were all raised on Hershey's. Yeah, we're Americans. Everybody, yeah, love Hershey's. That's all there was. That was it. Nestle's and Hershey's, and it was Hershey's first. And then I went to England. Yeah, and well. I tried Cadbury's. It's like my friends like, you got to try the Cadbury's, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like heaven. Yeah. And now, now Cadbury's is not just those little bars you see at the grocery no, store. No. Cadbury's Over is a there, company that real. makes chocolate. That you've never experienced it's, before. It's not like the we butter have fat here. content's got to be eighty oh, percent or something. I mean. The Belgian and the, it's amazing, but I still <laughs> liked Hershey's and I still do. But then someone said, "Well, next time you eat a Hershey's and you eat a Cadbury's, you'll notice something. The Hershey's tastes chalky, whereas the the, the European chocolate just tastes like chocolate. Where Hershey's has a slight chalkiness to it." That I never noticed until yeah. someone pointed it out. Well, is it an additive? You think like in no, the, it's just way no, it's just it, way, it, it's not expensive yeah, butter fat milk and, content. Is you but know. it's still great. But it's I still love Hershey's yeah. chocolate. And in chocolate. fact, you want to hear a story? I don't. No, 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 chocolate's not yeah, chocolate. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bad comment. <laughs> bad comment. <laughs> uh, white chocolate and the Ben and Jerry's ice. Oh my God, that's the best uh, white chocolate. Of course, that's yeah, not really chocolate. Really but. I, and I don't know why. For some reason, I don't. I don't normally like candy bars with nuts in them. I do like Snickers, but I don't like. I'm a joy. I don't like the, you know. I don't like. I don't like most uh, candy bars with nuts in them. Although I love Hershey bars with almonds. I ate. I, I don't know why, but I love. I, I'll eat. I'll buy a pack of those and eat them in two days. Have all six of them in two days. I had no ice cream to celebrate last night when the Braves won. 
because I didn't want to jinx it by going and getting something to yeah. celebrate. Yeah. So I ate like three Almond Joys I saved for the kids oh, for, for, for Halloween. Oh, poor thing. I'm, I'm already into the Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea how I got into that topic. But That's a the problem things. when you get Halloween candy, you just eat it. Oh, yeah. oh you had a truffle. That's how we started that. Um, I, I, as I mentioned, I go on Twitter once a day to see if, if there's something going on. Well, here I open, I, it said House of Dragon. I said, oh, I want to see what this is all about. I knew I wasn't alone. House of Dragon fans are complaining that the prequel is just too dark. Yeah. Uh, the prequel series focusing on the Tar- uh, uh, Targaryen, uh, uh, Targaryen dynasty featured a number of scenes set at night. Uh, HBO Max has said the dimmed lighting in the latest episode of a, a spinoff was an intentional creative decision, despite viewers complaining the show was unwatchable. I know. One viewer said, it's amazing HBO failed to produce better lighting for dark scenes with a show's production budget of $200 million. He said, viewers might as well drive with sunglasses at night. Uh, and, and not only that, I mean, and again, it's a lot of those scenes that are, that are just and so freaking dark. they've been doing it for years, now. years and, now. I used to complain, the House of, I mean, the House of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Game of, Game of Thrones was just too freaking dark, especially since it was so elaborate. The Batman The costumes movies. and, yeah. I mean, and, and I, they're doing it on purpose. Well, and, and I've noticed all the people whispering when they talk, too. Now, there's an awful lot of actors who talk like this. you got to turn turn it up Jesus. and hit the brightness thing. And with thing. these things, oh, God. I hit the brightness thing on almost everything I now and, and pop it up. And then I've noticed that on the other one, the Amazon, the Lord of the Rings prequel, yeah. they learned. They, they, yeah. Everything is so well lit and yeah. beautiful. Well, and, use the scenery. Well, I mean, well not only the, that, they do. Like, do you remember it was in the early 2000s, the CSI shows, like CSI Miami, yeah. that dude David, the yeah. guy with the orange. That if you watch, Yeah, if you watch those shows, they were very bright. Yeah. Like, so it's just, is well, it they're it, doing by, by seat, like just... Half the show of the Lord of the Rings thing is set in a mine with the... <laughs> so with it's the, dark. With the, uh, what are they, uh, yeah. not trolls, uh, what do you call it, dwarves. Yeah. They're in Little a people. mine, and you can see everything yeah. like it's this room. Yeah, I know. But does it appear, <laughs> know, but does it it. appear dark? <laughs> no, it, they're, they're inside of a mountain, but everything's well lit. Yeah, you can see what you're doing. Um, and, and the other thing is, again, I really, I really am, not, I don't want to say offended. I mean, who am I? But uh, the... The storylines are there's just too much kinky stuff in there. I'm just I'm just not a big fan of you. I'm I'm really kind of they're disappointed going for it. shock value. Over and I was listening, but they didn't need to. Who, who's the comedian? David they had dragons for God's sakes. David Spade and the other guy who used to do say. Oh yeah, yeah. that guy have a podcast yeah. they do every now and then, and they interviewed Lauren Michaels. Yeah, and they were talking about that they you need guardrails in the comedy and even a show like that because you go up to the line and then yeah. once in a while you'll go over the line. Yeah. but if you have no guardrail, Lauren Michaels going. If we're just doing for shock yeah. and it's not funny, who's going to watch that at, at some point? And that's exactly what's going on. Pardon me. Anyway, I, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little freaked out about that, and I thought it was bad. Uh, a couple other things, uh, some memes going around, and I've, there, I got a bunch of these um, originally from a guy named Tim, and then somebody, I think, uh, uh, Tim Brandon or somebody forwarded this to me on messages. It's a meme of a, a large woman. <laughs> I guess it's a woman. You're hard to tell. Uh, it's one of those kind of, you know, it's, I'm Pat sort of a deal. And here's the meme. Although I was born visible, I now identify as invisible. I am transparent. My, <laughs> transparent. My pronouns are who and where. 
And we're going to talk about political correct wokeness here about three different sections coming up here in a How minute. about people who have kids, and then they say, these are, these kids are brats. So I'm no longer a parent. I am transparent. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> transparent. You're on your own. Yeah, you're right. Get out. Um, and uh, now, are you following the uh, uh, Tom Brady-Giselle marriage uh, oh, divorce no. thing? Well, mainly, how will it affect the Falcons? And I don't think it'll be nice. Because usually when he's having Fans. turmoil, yeah. he destroys whoever he's playing. Yeah. And they just lost to the Chiefs at home in an embarrassing manner. take it out on us. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, now, apparently, they, they both have hired divorce lawyers. And they're living apart. And his friends are saying, well, they have a chance to pull this back together. But but here's this just popped up on, I don't know whether this is my little friend Gretchen or somebody sent me this in an email. Uh, it's a picture of Giselle, and it's a comment from her um, uh, when uh, Brady went moved to Florida for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Quote, this all, I bought their split up. This all started when we moved to Florida. This is Giselle speaking. It was like Tom became a different person the second we crossed state lines. His smooth olive skin turned into a chapped, stinging red leather. He started cutting off sleeves on his shirts. He goes grocery shopping shirtless now. He applied a Salt Life sticker to our Land <laughs> applied a, a Salt Life sticker to our Land Rover. Salt Life? What the hell? What does that even mean? I've asked. By the way, if you go to Florida, Salt oh, Life stickers are Here. every it's single everywhere. car. You know what it looks like? It looks like Slut Life. I know. <laughs> I've never understood it at all. Uh, what does that even mean? I've asked so many people. No one actually knows, but everyone insists they're living it. I told. Tom, quote, it's Florida or your supermodel wife. And he looked at me, took off his shirt, and went to go buy something called a pub sub. He doesn't even eat bread. <laughs> Giselle Munch. That they're making fun, but it's partly right. He chose yeah, football right, over her. Over her, yeah. It's what he did. Yeah, it's what, exactly what he did. There's no way that she wanted. It. And by the way, he's a businessman. He, you know, I mean, he's he runs a no, company. He, well, he's well, he's yet, part of on it. the side. I'm telling you, he chose football, and I think she realized he It'll he's kind of shallow. Yeah, that's all he's got. Right. Yeah. That that's the guy I married. He's a football player. And she thought at some point and they she have was, kids. She was I mean, they have a family. Him. You know, yeah, she was going to have him just him. Yeah. And, and I don't blame her. I I I you know he's a selfish. He's a, a selfish yeah, bastard. Don't How quit can... and say you're going to be with your family, and yeah. then uh, what? Forty so days I later, got, I still got it in me. I'm, you know, I want to go back again. I mean, you get, how about a little sacrifice? You, you hung around the family for forty days and yeah. forty nights. Talk, and you talk, said, I'm not doing. How this. much has she sacrificed for twenty Probably. years? She's been raising the kids. Yeah, and, well, and, and had her own career yeah. or tried to. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm totally on her side, and I don't blame her for getting divorced. And I say, take it all. But you know, I still think he's a great role model. I really do. Now, his family, th everybody's got family stuff and stuff like that. So I'm not going to totally dog him. I think he's lived a, a pretty good life. He's never really been in trouble. He says the right thing most That's of the true. times. He's the greatest he's quarterback a of all time. He's an, he's an achiever. Yeah. And sometimes achievers like the Edisons or the Teslas or the Pete Roses, Musks, they're not, they're, not, yeah. they're not like you and me. They're right. like Escott Fitzgerald and the Rich. And they they're have, not like you and me. And they have uh, issues. Um, anybody at, at a genius level or a, a superstar level of almost any occupation has got to have I you mean, remember that not perfect uh, people. Yeah, you remember <laughs> that golf tournament he played in with Charles Barkley and some. It was like a celebrity. It was like him and Peyton versus yeah, out in Las Vegas or something like that. that. It was raining, and after they played golf, he was out in the parking lot doing sprints. Yeah, well, he's that's, a, he's I mean, a just, that's how total, competitive total he is uh, in that aspect. Yeah, hell, Einstein married his cousin, then divorced her. Yeah. 
Uh, I heard uh, from, uh, I think it was on our radio affiliation here, coming in on, on, on a Fox newscast, just out of curiosity. The uh, FBI, we're going to talk about the FBI here in a minute. The FBI has now released new statistics on crime, showing oh, yeah. crime is up in America. But they did not use the statistics from New York or, uh, or, or Los Angeles or Chicago, I think. They left out all the three major crime cities, and they used an algorithm using examples of areas around the country to come up with these figures? It's worse than that. According to Fox News, data released by Crime Research shows that the FBI said only 4% of active shootings since 2014 were thwarted, stopped by armed citizens who who were there with a gun. Only 4%. The Crime Research Center said uh, it's more like 34%. You know, I, I, the FBI. I, we're gonna we're gonna get Destroy into the FBI them. here in a minute. I, I tell you I, I, again, I don't I don't say defund the FBI. I say fire everybody and start over. And, and there's got to be some kind of a. <sighs> Some kind of a discussion of what we mean by a national police agency. If you have a national police agency that's responsible for stuff in our borders and our, you know, our country, that includes, you know, people sneaking over the border from outside other countries coming in here. Uh, it's security for your own nation, and it also includes um, uh, possible espionage or uh, influence peddling from the White House. Hunter Biden's laptop. We're going to talk about Bob Alinsky's back on the news How again. about stopping anarchists from setting up uh, police-free zones yeah. and their own little uh, autonomous in, in, countries in Seattle in America. and Portland? Seattle uh, killed hell three people. here in Atlanta. And, and, Adla- and again, they're still out at that the wooded the woods uh, Where's forest. Where's the FBI? Yeah, that's right. That's insurrection by American citizens against a police agency. I mean, what more do you need? Why isn't the FBI dragging those people out by the hair? You think I'm going to participate or I'm help se- the FBI I mean, in any way? Seriously, no way. just say, okay, uh, Bullhorn, uh, all you scumbags in the trees up there, at our, uh, uh, you got like nine seconds to come out of here or we're going to go get you, and then go get them. I know. Drag them out by the freaking scruff of the neck and do little plastic ties on them and throw them in a freaking van. Oh, you hurt your nose. Oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, this this is nonsense. I know, I know. They're putting up with this bullshit. <coughs> Absolute freaking nonsense. Um, all right, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got, I got so much. Why are you doing that? Uh, talking about the Herschel thing, yeah. about people going after him and everything. Uh, and this asshole on the Twitter, Aaron Rupar, said he's talking about Herschel. It's sad reality that Satan himself could run as a Republican in a red state. And be guaranteed to get at least 45% of the vote. So David basically <laughs> just sent one thing, one photo back to him. Oh, well, is that Kennedy's that's car? That's Kennedy's car. That's Kennedy's car in, in cha- the, 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 the water. Of that, that. That's how close it was to the surface, and that son of a bitch left her Jesus. to die. That's where it was floating that's, when he got it wasn't out. Flo- it was on its side inches, inches from the surface. Oh, my God. And he left her there to die. You got to see that movie, Chappaquiddick. You got to see that movie. I want to. I'll bet she was probably clawing at the freaking window too. Oh yeah, they they say that she was trying to get out. Fingernails were broken or something. And then one of the famous lines from that movie: "We tell them our version of the truth." Yeah, and that's what apparently they said. The way they rallied around him there. Make sure you get a neck brace. Remember, he showed up the next day in a neck brace. Yeah. 
from swimming so hard to get freedom for himself. Oh, it's a great movie. God. Uh, the, uh, the Al Jazeera Constitution has a huge story. Herschel Walker's family values, and they blast everything that he's ever done bad in his whole life. Still vote for him. Absolutely. And again, the issue is redemption. And, and that's, that's the only way he can, uh, that's the way he is handling this. I just saw some of his comments just in the last couple of days. He is saying, I'm redeemed. You know, this was a long time ago. I'm a different person. And if you are going to be, especially, you know, uh, uh, Raphael Weifnacher is supposed to be a minister and you don't believe in redemption you don't believe not only in the power of healing with god's help i mean i mean what a scumbag forgiveness a deadbeat dad who ignored his kids and uh, ran over his wife when they tried ran into her as he was pulling away ran over her foot apparently isn't it funny how the liberals at ajc suddenly care about family values yeah i mean like that's a big thing and and then the other one um uh, Walker allegations stir GOP fears, and it's one after another after another of comments, uh, and then they get his kid involved. They get his gay son involved, um, 23-year-old son, uh, and he said uh, Daily Beast did a story also saying that uh, uh, Herschel Walker paid for his then-girlfriend's abortion 13 years ago. Uh, his son, Christian Walker, uh, says, everything has been a lie. Uh, I, I'm just saying, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie on my mom, don't lie on me, don't lie on the lives you've destroyed and act like you're some moral family man. Y'all should care about that, conservatives. Sure. So the kids, you know, got a bone to pick. Uh, he, obviously, Hersch- he aborted the wrong one. Yeah, and Her- well, Herschel says, you know, I love my son. And he's a yeah. grown man, and, and, and that's what he says. And again, I'm not surprised. I mean, there's a guy, who, you know, Herschel Walker's son, which has got to be tough anyway, I mean, no matter who you are, what you do, and he's gay and black or part black. I don't, I don't know whether Probably this was part. a white thing. Anyway, I mean, I, so, I mean, I understand, and he's, uh, you know, a gay liberal. <laughs> so, of course, he's, you know, not going to be very happy about that. But again... That, that may all be true, I, may, but I, I still I have, so a, I have a stark I don't choice. Care. I have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Herschel Walker is going to be a better senator for America and for Georgia than Raphael Weifnacher, period. That's all I have. That's all my choices. That's that's my choice. That's you have what I'm a, doing. You have a choice. Again, uh, uh, Raphael Weifnacher ran from a process server to have, make him pay child support as a deadbeat dad. Uh, he doesn't believe in the uh, uh, resurrection. He doesn't really believe in the in the point of Easter. Oh, he's not a <laughs> He oh, hates please. the military. He hates the police. He believes women should have an abortion anytime they want for any reason, anytime right up to a- when they're born. But he says they're a man of the cloth and is for abortion the way he is. He's a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. He's not a man of God. Has he ever read the Bible? Yeah, I, I well, hell, uh, you know, you and I are both ministers, yeah, ordained ministers. <laughs> we never, I never for, paid for it. For another 50 bucks, <laughs> I could have been a bishop. <laughs> <laughs> it was short-sighted on my part. Boy, I could have gotten the 50 robes. Bucks, and everything. Yeah, 50 bastard. bucks, I could have been a bishop. You know what I got? The best part of the whole kit that I got <laughs> what? was a little a parking thing you could put in the Oh, the I didn't windshield. get a parking pad. I used to Maybe to, I did. I don't think I've ever used, I used it because I it, knew better. I used it once at manuals. And I think Brian Malou says, you have like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> get that car. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, coming up, Joe Biden screaming at the press, which I think is hysterical uh, because it's, uh, you know, they have good reason and it's, been, it's a long time coming. Uh, but first, uh, saluting our sponsors. Again, if you'd like to join us, go to Pete Davis one at yahoo.com. 
uh, direct contact, and we can set you up as a, an endorsement sponsor for anything. Uh, you know, my stumbling or uh, Pete Sports, or we can you know anything you want. We 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 would love to take your money. Uh, at M and S Title Pawn has been the trusted partner in Auto Ponds in Bremen, Georgia, for a very long time and a sponsor of the Kimmer Show podcast. And I say the name because it's two letters, the letter M and the letter S. So it's M and S, title pawn. 24 years of experience in personal finance. You get the money you need for your next vehicle, locally owned company, straightforward terms, no hidden fees, no goofing around, a tiered rate for pawns. Uh, they're dedicated to exceptional customer service because we know how tough things can be. They're in beautiful Bremen, Georgia, 306 Laurel Street in Suite A. Open Monday through Saturday. Uh, visit them in person. You love that. Or look them up on the web. I'll give you a phone number first. Area 678-821-3337. Uh, on the web, you spell out M and S title. So it's uh, on the web. You look them up by going to manstitle.com. M-A-N-D-S title.com. Again, M and S title pawn in beautiful Bremen, Georgia. Now, did you hear the other day, I mean, I just, uh, this president, oh, by the way, he, he apparently told, uh, who's the deadbeat from New York uh, who, who did the lie about the little girl, Tawana Brawley? Uh, Sharpton. Uh, Al Sharpton. Uh, apparently, uh, a president showers with daughter uh, turning into a tramp uh, has told Sharpton he's running again. He plans to run for president again. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, I, I, anyway, uh, so he's, he, now he's in the news. Um, there was a meme of that yesterday, and it showed a skeleton in the Oval Office on the desk. And now he's, uh, he's, he's starting to complain about the media shouting all their questions at him all the time because, of course, he turns his back to the media and won't answer any questions, so they start shouting at him. But here's has gotten so bad. Uh, he's actually now President a child molester uh, uh, is upset the reporters are shouting questions to him while he's being escorted out of a White House abortion task force meeting. Uh, and they said, Mr. President, Mr. President, he turns around and he says, you know, you're among the only press in the world that does this. Seriously, people, seriously. Well, of course, the media said no. And finally, they're, they're fighting back a little. Uh, they slammed him for attacking the free press despite refusing to answer their questions ever, failing to hold news conference regularly or in any, basically ever. Uh, uh, quote, uh, this guy routinely hides from the press, rarely takes questions, almost never does pressers, has the gall to criticize him for trying to ask questions on one of the few opportunities they get uh, from the Heritage Foundation, uh, Young Americans Foundation. In the United Kingdom, the prime minister has to publicly defend their own yeah. policies during televised <laughs> every debates every Every week, uh, Joe Biden complains he has to answer questions every several months. Yeah, in Britain, and you've seen those they people, they're brutal. Yeah. I mean, they're screaming. And they're right there in front of them. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, this is. Uh, I, I mean, caught the Honorable Prime Minister with a weasel in bed the other night. <laughs> what? Allegedly. <laughs> and he's got to stand up to defend himself. Oh, my God. Uh, do other world leaders hold press conferences and sit down for interviews more frequently than, say, every six months or so? Uh, that pesky freedom of the press. Right, Joe? Wait, wait. You know what? <laughs> Where the hell is Mr. Uh, from New Mexico always running his mouth when it's Republican about the press corps? Sam, what's his face? Oh. This is the guy who hates me. I took his picture at the 88 convention and he wanted to kill me. Sam. 
There was the ABC guy yelled at Reagan oh, Sam, all those times. Oh, uh, Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson. Every, how many yeah. times has he piped off in the yeah. last few years about Republican presidents? Yeah. Not a word. Yeah, I know. It's, it, I mean, it's just it's, it's typical. It's just freaking typical. Um, uh, and uh, speaking of the media, they're going nuts about Elon Musk. Have you heard about this lately? Uh, oops, this dude's eight moves ahead of everybody. What's that? He's eight moves he, ahead of everybody. He's Star way, Trek yeah, he's 3D already, chess. He's, he's already he's uh, uh, scored from home. Uh, now, somewhere here. Hold on a minute. So he's, he's now going to go back to the original buying price from Twitter, which was, I think, 44. 44. Well, he says 44 now, but they, on the other hand, are trying to hold him up. Uh, to get her, uh, well, he realized price. if they took him to court, he probably wouldn't win. So what he's going to do is buy it, and then he's going to show – then he can kind of unwrap the curtain and show all the bots. Right. Because yesterday, people were losing hundreds and thousands of followers yeah. because of the news of him yeah. taking well, that. Or but, gonna, but I think there's going to be a rebound. But anyway, what, what happened was when Elon Musk said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do the deal again – uh, members of the uh, the communist media who hate America will do anything to destroy what we stand for. You know, the mainstream uh, mainstream drive-by media renewed their anger against the billionaire tech mogul Elon Musk after reports showed him closing his deal to officially buy Twitter. Uh, $44 billion acquisition at $54 a share, plus 20 cents. Uh, the original offer he made back in April. Shares from Twitter stock quickly soared after the announcement, which also received approval from Twitter shareholders. So so people may have been canceling, but the shares of stock value went way up. Uh, but here's the fun part. Reporters and jur- so-called journalists, which are now no longer true, expressed doubts and even fears. An NBC News reporter named Ben Collins penned a lengthy thread describing how Musk's Twitter purchase could affect the midterm elections. Quote, for those of you asking, yes, I do think this site can and will change pretty dramatically if Musk gets full control over it. No, there is no immediate replacement. If it gets done early enough based on the people he's aligned with, yes, it could actually affect the midterms. You dirty, sneaky bastard. These are the same people who did affect the last election by with big tech and Twitter. And Google and Facebook and all, I mean, I just the, the balls of these people saying, well, if he takes over, they might start affecting elections. Oh, my God. They've been doing it for years. They are the enemy. Oh, they, when, when Trump said the, the press is the enemy, he meant the, these kinds of this press, the media are the enemy of America. Yeah. Uh, NPR editor Neela Banerjee. Uh, says, as usual, Ben Collins provides a useful thread on the implications for the rest of us as Musk takes over Twitter. Be afraid, be actually afraid, political magazine editor wrote. Uh, uh, Euro News, the end of Twitter as we know it is nigh. Huge changes anticipated on this bird app after it goes private. Guardrails will be dropped. Misinformation and conspiracy theories will thrive. No functional alternatives available. This is it. A complete destruction of the global public square. Been nice, y'all, according to a BBC journalist. Censorship. They're for censorship. Yeah, I know. They're for censorship. It's called free speech, you dumb fucks. Yeah. Free speech. They are complaining that censorship yeah. will end. And, and by the way, these conspiracy theories yeah. turned out a lot of them to They're be true. true. They're a- absolutely true. Ivermectin talk- turned out to be <coughs> women saying it was affecting their menstruation yeah, cycles. Well, oh, no, you're crazy. Yeah. Guess what? It's true. Young people getting heart problems? Oh, come on. Wait. <laughs> the hospital, it used to be a rare thing for a young person to have myocarditis. It used to be rare. It was kind of in the news when yeah. it happened. Yeah. Now hospitals are now saying, oh, well, it's, it's not that rare anymore. Well, it's not yeah, because it's, of what? Yeah. 
Uh, Joy Reid, the dumbest person who ever went to Harvard. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. D- David Hogg is oh, at Harvard. Well, now, David, yeah, Hogg, the Hogg kid. Uh, a warning about uh, his ownership. If Musk gets control of Twitter and Zuckerberg has control of Facebook and CNN is under new Republican-backed management, we have a massive problem. And do not listen to anyone who tells you differently. <laughs> if you think Elon Musk giving Trump, Project Veritas, and Alex Jones a bigger social platform to manipulate the benefit of the future of free speech, you're totally delusional. Southern Poverty Poverty Law Center. Giving, given news, Musk may end up buying Twitter after all. Back in April, major Jewish and Muslim groups both uh, voiced concerns about him taking over. I mean, it just uh, threatens to make Twitter an even more dangerous place for Muslims and other marginalized people. Uh, Political people are saying uh, before 2020, Facebook deplatformed progressives my ass. Then it came from mainstream media and elevated only radicalized conservatives. Uh, we know Elon Musk plans to do the same with Twitter. What is, I mean, these people are just making up stuff after they were the ones who did the exact same thing. Someone said this yesterday. It's a Karl Marx line. Always accuse the other side of what you yourself are doing because it causes confusion. Yeah. And and now and people are now talking. So, oh, well, oh, God, I can't believe this is going to happen. Neglecting the fact that that's what they that's did. That's what's been going on this whole time. This is that. That's the current reality. Yeah. We don't have free speech right now because of people like this, who don't believe in free speech. By the way, I'll tell you. I uh, I mean, uh, you ever thought that growing up in our country the way we did that we'd have to be defending free speech at some point in our lives? I know. I know. Um, the uh, FBI is getting sued. Did you see Tony Bobulinski is back on Tucker Carlson again last night? And he's, uh, he's making the case very, very clear that the FBI is now being sued, by the way, but the FBI clearly affected the outcome of the presidential election by hiding information. Uh, and Bobulinski said, uh, ironically, this, well, I'm going to get to, I'll start from the beginning here. Uh, first of all, the FBI is now being sued for failure to provide communications with big tech about the Hunter Biden uh, Biden laptop scandal. Uh, The America First Legal, AFL, is led by the former Trump advisor Stephen Miller. You've seen him on TV. I like the guy. Uh, He's filed a Freedom of Information lawsuit saying the FBI is violating the law by failing to publicize its communications with Facebook and big tech that work to censor the news and information about Hunter Biden's laptop. Remember, the, uh, 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 Zuckerberg admitted the FBI came to him and said, well, you're going to be getting a lot of this uh, Russian disinformation, so be wary, you know, be scrupulous. And then the Hunter Biden laptop story came out. And he said, well, that's you know, FBI. Da, da, da. I mean, the FBI sicked him on it. Um, and the lawsuit wants all the information. Uh, uh, the FBI, of course, is refusing to cooperate. Uh, the evidence is the FBI and big tech, including Facebook, colluded to interfere with the election of the president by falsely and maliciously labeling the laptop Russian disinformation and by censoring or discrediting all news about its contents. There were uh, details with Hunter's overseas business dealings, ties to China, foreign nations. He's subject of a federal investigation over tax violations, foreign lobby violations. And uh, Zuckerberg admits that they were the FBI was in on it. Uh, a couple of senators, Chuck Grassley, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, uh, Grassley of Iowa, are uh, getting, trying to get them to turn over all the uh, communications and information. And Bobolinsky said, uh, uh, much to his surprise, he sat down and was interviewed by the FBI for like six hours. While he was being interviewed, his phone rang, and it was Hunter Biden's uncle. 
with Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, calling Bobolinsky while he's being interviewed at the FBI office. Uh, and the theory is that somebody at the FBI called uh, Johnson, or called uh, Joe Biden's brother and said, uh, he's talking to the FBI. He, you know, you might give him a call. And, and, and the phone, you know, and, and he looks at his phone and it's, it's, Joe, it's Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, who's in the cahoots with all the scandalous stuff with the money thing. And, and then he comes to find out uh, that the guy who was in charge of the investigating of the Hunter laptop is the guy who just left the FBI, was chased out because he got caught covering up the information. I mean, it's all just one, it's one big clear scandal. And, and Bobolinsky went on again and said, uh, you know, Hunter, and now he's, he's got a complaint with Hunter Biden who cheated him out of his money that was, as part of his business dealings. And, and by the way, he mentioned, I, 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 I was going to try to write all this down. I was so flabbergasted. <laughs> Apparently, when, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Tucker was asking about the, how, uh, what kind of money we're talking about here. And we've always heard that Hunter Biden got $5 million and he got $3 million from the uh, uh, Moscow mayor's wife and stuff like that. And Boblinsky says, no, no, no. We're talking about the Chinese Communist Party. We are talking about uh, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. And, and what the Chinese Communist Party does as a matter of their philosophy as a country, as a communist nation, is to trap officials in other countries that they want to influence and get them on the payroll, much like they did with Joe Biden as sitting vice president and currently president going through their sons. And they, they call them the, the uh, princelies. And, and they actually have a the name for them by going after big shot, uh, important people's children. They worthless call them the princelies, yeah, the, worthless the sons. sons, like Hunter Biden, the crackhead whoremonger. Oh, my God. I mean, and it doesn't, I mean, it's just, it's, it's all true. And again, the only way to get to the bottom of it is if Republicans take control of Congress and demand an investigation and put people under oath and subpoena all of them. But what will happen? The other problem is... Well, they're is still going to get away with it. And again, you know, the, the other, the other, I was thinking about this too. Um, uh, Jim Comey was a scumbag. I mean, he, he was a drug. He, he was vicious and hateful, and, and he was deliberately trying to get people. I, I, I think that, uh, that Chrissy Ray, the spineless, uh, gutless, yellow-bellied, chicken-livered coward running the FBI, is just a coward running the FBI. I think he's a lawyer uh, who doesn't want to make waves. I think he's afraid to do anything. I think he's a true a, a liberal, a, a hidden liberal, and and uh, really doesn't believe in going after, you know, uh, the liberals because they're trying to do the right thing for the country. I mean, I, I think he believes in the in the philosophy of where this country's going. And he doesn't want to upset the apple cart either because he's a chicken shit or he believes it. Either way, he's got to go. I mean, this is a freaking total disaster. Um, but but I think that, but is that you know, the, the, they're alike in the fact that they're both disasters as head of the FBI. Uh, but different in characters. But again, it's just it, it's all it's all true. It's all clear. Um, a couple of things. A couple of uh, let's see. Hold on a second. The FBI. Oh, uh, uh, the Hunter Biden business. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> did we <laughs> just do that? <laughs> no, did I just do that? Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think might we have. Just did Hunter. <clears throat> all right, hold on. Okay. All right. Now, here we go. Here even we if go. we take back the House, what's that? Even if we take back the House, anything we do there won't the Senate just block it from happening? Well, and if they need a 60% vote, they, they won't. But it depends what the uh, issue is. or where. Yeah, I think it depends what they, yeah, what they go after. And the Senate can't block them from investigating. They might block any, a bill that comes forward, but they can't stop them from having a hearing. And, and that, would, that would be the more, most important thing is get somebody on, under oath on TV 
uh, saying, well, you know, you offered me 12 million to shut my mouth or whatever. I mean, uh, anyway. Um, now, a couple of very bad uh, 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 wokeness things in the news today, including the Pentagon. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, they have this girl called uh, Calissa Wing, who is uh, describing herself on Twitter as a woke administrator. Well, uh, she's their new diversity chief at the Pentagon. But she's been caught with her anti-white people posts. Uh, and uh, there's a probe going on. And there's a final decision now has to be made within 30 days on whether to keep her. Because people have been describing her as a woke administrator who says she's exhausted with all these white folks. <laughs> I'm getting hiccups so again. Um this chick wing uh, said, I'm exhausted by 99% of the white men in education and 95% of the white women. Where can I get a break from white nonsense for a while? And then she said, if another Karen tells me about her feelings, I might lose it. <laughs> well, the members of the Armed Services Committee aren't too thrilled with this woman being the, the equity administrator for the freaking Pentagon. Um, her Twitter account said, I talked about some woman complaining. Uh, this lady actually had the cowdacity. You know what cowdacity is? C-A-U-dacity? Caucasian audacity. Oh. Uh, white people audacity. Oh, okay. This woman actually had the cowdacity to say that black people can be racist too. I had to stop the session and give Karen the business. We are not the majority. We don't have power, Wing said on oh, Twitter. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, Elise Stefanik, I like her, the little little chubby little chick from New York, the congresswoman, uh, she said, this woke ideology is destroying our military and poisoning the minds of American children. The Department of Defense has routinely prioritized adhering to woke ideologies instead of strengthening our national defense. This is shameful and an insult to the brave men and women who selflessly serve our nation. And that's at the Defense Department. Well, guess what? That's not the only place. Uh, here we go. Hold on Where else? Uh, here we go. At the Treasury Department, the vice chairman of the Treasury Department's new Racial Equity Committee wants to defund the police, among other things. Uh, the Treasury Advisory Committee on Racial Equity will review and monitor aspects of the domestic economy that have directly and indirectly resulted in unfavorable conditions for minority communities. Huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, Felicia Wong is the president and CEO of the Roosevelt Institute, announced to serve as the Racial Equity Committee's vice chair. Uh, she's a network alliance executive at a liberal mega donors founded by George Soros, hmm. uh, a liberal think tank that wants to abolish for-profit prisons, reimagine capitalism, and put racial justice at the center <laughs> of all government policymaking. Marxism. This is the new girl for the Treasury Department. It's Marxism. Uh, she has a, a new program called A New Paradigm for Justice and Democracy, all policy from vaccine distribution to higher education funding to tax reform will have racialized effects, recognizing this reality and always considering race in policy design is vital. CRT. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. That white is always wrong. In not only the military, but now the Treasury Department, which may explain also one thing, although it's not really a, a, a racial equity. How come the Treasury Department and Janet Yellen are still refusing to turn over the banking records showing Hunter Biden's had 150 complaints filed with banks around the world? 
You know, and where's the FBI on that? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, foreign investors in America? That's not an FBI thing? That Caldacity wore it. That would be a great T-shirt. Oh, yeah. You know what else would make great T-shirts? Well, where can you get a good T-shirt, though? That's my question. Farmhouseprintingco.com oh, right here God. in Sonoya. That's right. They print custom shirts and hats and signs. You know, white is always wrong stuff. Anything you want. Uh, no minimum order. No setup fees. And now they have laser engraving. They could, uh, you can bring a live cow in there, and they'll put that laser engraving sucker on him, and you'll have your name right there branded on him. Farmhouseprintingco.com for all your drink-up Shriners needs and Holy Crab and Sports and Kimmer Show and Shannon Burke and, and uh, Horse, uh, whatever you want to put Absolutely. on there. Farmhouseprintingco.com. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, I put in a little Facebook thing to, to tease a podcast today uh, showing my uh, Hector's issued uh, Puerto Rican, official Puerto Rican yeah. card. Yeah. Because now now Joe President uh, Showers with Daughter thinks he's a Puerto Rican. I have it. I carry it in my billfold. <laughs> you never know. You never Along know when my, you might need uh, that. I have my minister's ID, <laughs> Reverend Kim Peterson. <laughs> That's true. One middle peso note, too, that I've carried for like 40 years. I've never had to use it. Uh, Oh, speaking of suing, Donald Trump is suing CNN for defamation, wants $475 million. (laughs) How funny would that be? Uh, And uh, anyway, uh, Musk and the media are going nuts. Uh, uh, Hold on a second. Oh, uh, Pete, you had something. What's this about me getting lucky? Next, I believe this is true. And you Next had, uh, Wednesday and, night, yeah. October 12th, 8 p.m., yeah. at a Maris Bank Amphitheater yeah. will be yeah. Ms. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Oh, that's right up your alley, buddy. You I'm might, telling yeah. you, if you just go and hang out, of the, you imagine, after that concert, all the lonely women that will be coming out after listening to Stevie Nicks' woeful <laughs> love songs and busted love affair songs, those women are going to be looking for trouble. I should be like a, my car idling up. Yeah, yes. have, have like a leather jacket like uh, Seinfeld. Remember when George was in the uh, remember when George was the bad boy? Yeah, <laughs> up against the Chevy, Chevy yeah. he's clicking his gum. And he's got jeans on. Like, yeah, they call me Tycho. You know, like, <laughs> I'm telling you, this That's is an, an opportunity. That's it. I should just go. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> just drive back and forth. <laughs> just park it, lady. Sure, so oh, we're pulling you over because you've gone dry here 15 times, and it's almost stalkish. <laughs> uh, an update on the. Uh, we told you about the uh, NASA people firing a, a rocket bullet into an asteroid to try to uh, see if they could knock it off target. Uh, what was that? A rocket bullet. An asteroid? An asteroid. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what it's an called asteroid. after it's hit with a bullet. It's <laughs> an now asteroid. an asteroid. That's a great word. It, it should be called asteroid. Because there's the noid from Domino's. That's right. And then there's Astro. There's an Astro, so you got out. Well, ruh, ruh, That's the whole deal. Anyway, the, <clears throat> they sent this rocket into the asteroid. That'd be a good t-shirt. Asteroid. Asteroid. Um, and apparently the debris that was captured trailing from the collision trailed something like, uh, let's see, they captured the scene millions of miles away with a telescope. The image shows the tail more than 6,000 miles long. So when they hit hit the asteroid, 6,000 miles of stuff came pouring out of it. And we don't know yet what about okay. the, the thing. Like I said earlier, now we've just pissed it off. What happened? I could just see it turning and look, coming, <laughs> yeah, coming, coming right, right at, at us. us. <laughs> it's like, wasn't that Jaws 2? Is a revenge of the yeah, sharks? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I never saw, I saw like four minutes what, of it, I which think. Which one was the 3D? <coughs> was that the third one? 
And there was one with Michael. He went to the Bahamas. Yeah. What was the, that? Was the, that was Jaws four? Yeah. What was the actor? Michael. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Oh, okay. And they said, "Why do you do movies like this?" He says, "I'll take roles if I've never been to that part of the world before. <laughs> I've never been to Costa Rica been or whatever it was." <laughs> he was actually pretty funny in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I freaking love it. Now, what's this about uh, fighting on Twitter? Fighting. Oh, uh, we did it. That was the guy who lost the Twitter fight. He was saying about red states and oh, voting for Satan. And now, someone just sp- sent him the Kennedy. Sp- speaking of red, uh, rednecks. All right, get your pen and paper ready. Get your pen and paper. We're going to take a quiz here. All right. All right. We'll see just how much of a redneck you two are. Okay. You all set? Yeah. Keep score here. All right. All right. This is one of those have you ever things? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so add one point for every one of these things you have done. All right. Owned a pellet or BB gun. Okay. Uh, say yes or no. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. Owned a real gun. Yes. Yes. Shot a real gun. Yes. Shot a human being. No. Yes. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You've not <laughs> oh, shot him. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Dude, I, I, that was a joke. I'm not. Uh, Edit that out. You are not that. supposed to answer that one. <laughs> well, next time. <laughs> we just deal. We don't really meet in advance. Have you ever run over a guy on, uh, on sleeping pills? <laughs> Just answering the call. All right, oh God, sorry, you I'm, idiot. Sorry. Right. Gone squirrel or rabbit hunting? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. I haven't done that. Uh, gone fishing? Yes. 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 Owned or used a slingshot? Yes. 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 Plucked fowl or skinned animals? Yes. No. I've not no, plucked I, a fowl. What the hell? What are you doing? Uh, was it, uh, you it plucked was, a chicken? Yeah, I was at a farm. It was at camp. And, no kidding. Yeah. Cool. My grandmother tried to get me to do it. And I wouldn't go. The chickens hated me. Animals love me. I said, chickens hate me. My brother and sister can reach under there and get the eggs every time. If I even get my hand near, they peck the hell out of my hand. Every time. <laughs> it must have been personal. It was. It was my pheromones. All right. Have you ever gathered wild ginseng? No. 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 Uh, and I don't know anybody who has. Eaten deer meat? Yes. 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 I don't like it. Eaten frog legs? Yes. No. No. Fed a baby animal with a bottle. Yes. No. Many times. I don't think I've done that. Gathered fresh eggs. Yes. Well, no. I tried. <laughs> you can put down yes on that one. Uh, <laughs> driven a stick shift. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Started a vehicle using a manual choke. Yep. Yes. Many times. A Volkswagen. <laughs> Volkswagen. Rode in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. Fell out of one. Shucked corn. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Waited barefoot in a creek. Yep. Yes. Yep. Caught fireflies. Catching crawfish. Yes. Well, Crawdads. Caught fireflies, lightning bugs in a jar. Yep. 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 Uh, tasted wild honeysuckle. No. Yes, no. I have. I have, and yeah. you have, but you have yet to do that, and you I'm should. Not. You need to do that. Well, I mean, the plant. Well, honeysuckle, well, you see the honeysuckle, the bush, they're white or yellow. Right? They're white or yellow, and you, you just you pull it off, and you and you bite off the tip of the stem, and you suck you on suck it. Suck the juice out and of it. It tastes like honey. No, sweet. Well, I'll have to do that. No. Uh, gathered blackberries. Yep. No. Yep. Stepped on a water moccasin doing that. <laughs> Used an outhouse. Yep. No. I did. Oh, God, yeah. Driving back from uh, uh, Fat Tuesday, stopped somewhere in Louisiana at a, a roadside convenience store on stilts because it was over a swamp. And I said, you got a bathroom here? He says, yeah, it's in the back. I walked out back. There's a plank that went to this little outhouse. And basically, you look down, and there's like alligators and stuff underneath. Jeez, I love it. But Here it, come, boys. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it. For, was it was it the last time I remember was at a uh, uh, going skiing with a friend who had a mountain pl- a cabin that they had built, 
and there uh, and it was an outhouse. They actually had an outhouse in the back until they had redone it or whatever. But it's, I mean, and, and in the wintertime when you're skiing oh. and it's 20 below zero. <laughs> My mother yeah. told us stories that they had an outhouse in Mississippi until the 40s, 1940s. Yeah. And she remembers how cold it. it was. And you had to look for snakes in the summer. Wow. To make sure there weren't snakes in there. Brutal. Uh, you ever rode a horse? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Smelled the scent of cured tobacco hanging in a tobacco barn. I have been in tobacco fields in Connecticut. I Once have for some reason, driving through Connecticut, and that's yeah. where I'd make all the tobacco. Was in Connecticut for some reason. My uh, field after field after field. My grandparents had a smoke. They had smoked ham house. They had a pump house of smoke cure where they really? cured ham, cool. but not tobacco. Yeah. Uh, clean the ashes out of a wood stove or wood heater. Yeah. Yes. No, I have not done that. Uh, walked barefoot down a gravel or dirt road. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Carried in wood. Yeah. Yeah. What's in wood? Oh. Carried in wood, kind of like the wooded carried area. Wood. Oh. Carried wood carried in. in wood. Oh my god! <laughs> Stupid. Slept in a tent. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Been attacked by a rooster. Yes. I have been attacked by a rooster. My grandfather's oh. farm. Yeah. My first, my first Persian horse experience when I was four or five years old. I'll be damned. And running around, I was scared shitless. <laughs> oh, there are mean sons of bitches. Especially when you're a kid, and yeah. they can jump up to your height. Yeah. And then in Florida, the sand cranes, you know, those four, oh, those five bastards. foot high monster birds. Oh, yeah. oh they're <laughs> brutal. They are vicious. They used to have those out oh, there. God. And they carried anthrax. Oh, yeah. my grandfather Attack liked you, to man. shoot them. And they, they show up at shopping centers. And I mean, it's just, they're <laughs> credit cards. And- the sand cranes down of Florida. If they're, they show up at shopping centers and credit card fraud. I, I used to take video uh, when I'd go to uh, uh, shopping centers of these sand cranes attacking people going down the sidewalk trying to get into the store. Because they're, you know, anywhere near the beach. All right. Uh, Eating a raw apple off the blade of a pocket knife. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Among other knives. Flounder? No, I have not. Did it with a K-bar once. Dipped skull or chewing tobacco and had it... uh, have you have you dipped or I, chewed? Yes. I did once on a dare, and it was the worst experience yeah. of my life. I've never done that. Oh. But the second part of the question was, had it applied to a bee sting? Yes, I've had that happen. I have not my had uncle that happen. Yes. That's another note In fact, he me. would take a cigarette out and wet it with saliva and, and put it on yeah, bee tobacco sting. Tobacco was very well known for that. Yep. In fact, I once, and that's back when all the cigarettes were all, well, I had no filters, mm-hmm. so you just go right to the tobacco. When I was a little kid, I had a problem with my heel. That if I ever bumped my heel, it was like a bruise. It hurt like a bitch mm. when I was a kid. My grandmother took raw meat and put it on my heel. I'll be darned. I, I hadn't heard of that. Tobacco, mm. I knew, I knew, I've heard of. Uh, eating homemade snow ice cream. Yes. Not snow ice. No, I have I not. I haven't eaten I've snow eaten homemade ice cream. Ice cream like, but I mean, not snow when you ice say cream. snow ice cream, is that just you go out and eat go snow? Out, no, you go out and get no, the snow, you, bring you it in, and make snow it. to make the ice. Cream. Uh, we never did that. I've never no, done I didn't that. think so. Uh, liar. Uh, <laughs> used up. Don't try and inflate your numbers here. I'm not. All right. Uh, used a pump to draw water from a well. Yep. No. Yep. Yep. Been on a hayride. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Fell off one. Uh, jumped on a pile of leaves. Yep. Yes. By the way, I put up, did you see the video I put on yesterday? I shared on Facebook. It shows two guys holding hands and jumping in oh, the yeah. big pile of leaves. And then the dogs, <laughs> yeah. dogs jumping in the pile of leaves. Oh, yeah. We had, I had a black, last time was a black, but before you could, <laughs> when you could still burn leaves, I would make a rake them up. And we had a black lab who would jump in the pile and oh, then God. I'd jump in the pile and then light them up. And that, the, the odor, the aroma of burned oh, leaves, uh, honest to God, I mean, there's, there's almost nothing like it. Mar- and, and again, get the marshmallows on yeah. a stick and yeah. put it in there once or a coat hanger. Time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, carved your initials into wood. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 
sucked on a piece of water hose to siphon gas out of a gas tank. I know I wasn't no. a water hose, but I did it once with a rubber tube. My buddies and I, when I was you in prep school, gas? And, and, sw- and actually got it in my mouth. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. I never did that. Yeah. Uh, been shocked by an electric fence. Yes. 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 And now I can't do it, you know, because of my pace. Uh, I have a, true. an ICD, and they say don't go within two feet of an electric fence. That's true. Uh, ever split wood with an axe? Yep. yep. Yes. Hung laundry outside on a clothesline to dry? Yep. Yeah, no, nope, but I've seen it. The it's smell, the smell of, it. of a dry clothes that laundry. Yep. Seeing it doesn't Oh, count. I know. I mean, but I... I helped my mother. used to help my mother. My great-grandmothers do it. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, eating fried bologna. 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 Oh, sure. Absolutely. I That's how I make bologna. it. Make fried right. bologna and cheese. What points do we have here, uh, Kimmer? Well, I one, two, three, four, five. I have six no's. Everything else was yes. So then you got 34. Okay. All right. The flounder. I counted my nose. 26. 26. 26. All right. I had a 30. So uh, me and Flounder are pretty much rednecks. But Kimmer at is right smack dab in the middle of 30 to 40. You are a bona fide redneck. <laughs> just because I'm older. I've, I've been around. I've done I mean, stuff. It's just because you hang clothes I when they were nine. I think it's funny that the New England boy That's is right. the bigger That's redneck a, than you I and I. I was born and raised in the, the New England, for God's sake. You were born and raised in Georgia. I'm from Mississippi, for God's sake. And the guy from Massachusetts is a bigger redneck. <laughs> Hard to believe. Hard to believe. But how long of your life have you lived in the South? What's that? How oh, long have uh, you lived in the South? Oh, I came here in 72. So, yeah, so, so I, I was, and I came here on purpose because I wanted to come here, which was uh, kind of cool. I chose to come to Atlanta. Um, a couple of, God, are we, going, are we going really late? Are we okay? Are we? We're okay. We're okay. Uh, let's see. A couple things. Um, as you know, I like to read Dear Abby occasionally. And I thought this was, uh, was sort of unique, especially as a father of daughters. This kind of affected me. Let me read it to you now. Uh, a lady writes, I guess it's a lady. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I say, my niece, Amanda, is 19, close with my daughter, who's 18. So the woman said, I have a niece and a daughter. Okay. Since graduating high school and through her first year away at college, Amanda, the, uh, the niece, has been going out of town to meet men she meets online. She shares her location with my daughter through Snapchat, quote, in case something happens, unquote. My niece is doing this without letting anyone other than my daughter know and often uses my daughter as a cover to her parents. These aren't just dinner dates, but usually weekends away from home. Uh, My daughter always tells me when the girl is away, we're both concerned about her behavior as human trafficking is very real. I've tried talking to my niece about it, but she insists she's safe and knows what she's doing. My question is, should I tell my sister, her mom, or stay out of it? They don't really get along, my uh, niece and her mom, and this will definitely make things worse. Dear Abby says, Jean Phillips says, Amanda, the, the niece, is playing with fire. If you, well, first of all, what would you do? If, if this, if, if this would you what write exactly in? she's doing on Snapchat? She's, she just, said, uh, here's where I'm going to be in case anything happens. So she's, war- she's telling her friend, her, nie- her cousin, you know, where she's going to be in case something happens. Why didn't she just text her cousin instead of putting it on Snapchat? That's not what she's doing. She wants people to know she's there to show that they're well, okay, but now, now, okay, now you're the uncle, and this is your niece who's doing this, and your daughter's telling to, how you. How old's the niece? 19. Oh, she's, she's a, an adult. She's an adult. Right. You, you talk to the, the, the niece, and right. you say, what are you doing? This is why you shouldn't. Now, you, you can do what you want, but this is why you shouldn't do it. And I'm telling you this as someone who's seen bad shit happen. And but if they again, don't, she doesn't pay attention, 
Then you go to the parent, and what can they do that she's 19? Okay, well, now the, uh, Flounder, if that were your niece and you were worried that she was you know, going away on weekends with a guy she meets online and giving people location in case something happens, would you tell the girl's mother? Yes. Okay, here's what Dear Abby says. Amanda, the, the niece, is playing with fire. If your daughter were walking on a ledge 20 stories above the sidewalk thinking she knows what she's doing, wouldn't you want to be notified? Her father should be tipped off as well if he's in the picture, not just the mother because they don't get along. Someone needs to get through to that girl who seems determined to put herself in harm's way. But the issue that should he tell should she tell the call the oh, first of all this sister this whole thing shouldn't even be up for discussion. The woman's 19 years old. Yeah, she's it's not 19. like she's 12. Yeah, but if that's my 19 year old daughter and and she's going away on you know I, I'm sorry she's with 19. She meets online. You, I know you go you go and you talk to both of them. If you can't talk sense into them, well, it's their problem. I know, I know. Well, don't forget if you're 19 and you're driving a car <laughs> and you've got the time. I won't. I won't. Forget. Well, by golly, you may want to say, hey, <laughs> I think I'd like I'm to 19. drive a different car, so maybe you want to swap my whip. Com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, swap my whip. What a great idea this is. You're driving around, you want a different kind of car, you see one you've always wanted. If you go to swapmywhip.com, you may very well find like-minded car owners who don't want to deal with middlemen and salesmen and car dealerships and so forth. And you may find exactly what you're looking for. And they're saying, hey, we can work out our own thing. Bing, bang, boom. You avoid the middleman entirely at swapmywhip.com. Whip, of course, is a colloquial phrase for a ride. And it's not just cars, uh, trucks, boats, jet skis, off-road vehicles, ATVs, all that kind of stuff. Swapmywhip.com. And check it out. You go under and look at it and see what you're talking about. Uh, and if you use the coupon code Kimmer, you get 180 days of free premium listings on swapmywhip.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, uh, so birthdays of note. All right. uh, rocker Steve Miller, se- rocker. 79 today. Great rocker. That's, I he, saw his show at uh, Lakewood, and Jewel opened up, and none of us had ever heard of her. And we're going, why does he got this folk ballad girl out there? She's kind of cute, but who the hell is she? And then within a month, yeah. she had exploded. Have you seen what Lizzo now is? Talk about exploding. The skin, the, the skin, not the skin flute. Playing the flute. She's, played the she's skin great flute. at it, too, she, by the she way. She played James Madison's yeah, crystal flute. Right. I, and everyone got up in arms. What the, what's the problem here? If she knows how she's to play talented. the flute. She's talented. She played yeah, the flute. who cares? I mean, idiots. 
Anyway. If she was up there mocking it and okay, well, she's obviously and she's wearing, you know, spandex outfits know, to, to so people to look. I mean, she's doing it on purpose. She's having fun. She's being her I, I, God bless her, you know. It's I mean, like she, two rubber bands around an egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting a rubber band around yeah, this pumpkin here, yeah. Not good. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, oh, that asshole. weird uh, astronomy guy is 64. Uh, Kate Winslet. Oh. I don't forget her posing yeah. in uh, Titanic. 47 years old. Wow. Jesse Eisenberg, who was in uh, the... Uh, uh, creepy. The, uh, he's a very creepy guy. Creepy. Good actor, though. Lex Luthor. Creepy. Uh, in um, the... Uh, kind, what's that? The uh, Facebook story. Uh, social. Social network. Uh, he's social uh, Jesse Eisenberg, 39. His sister is the actor Hallie. Actress Hallie Steinberg. She's been in That's a bunch of That's his sister? Yeah. Because she's kind of cute. Yep. Uh, Karen Allen oh. is 71. Speaking of, she lives in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, along with the near James Taylor. Karen Allen, uh, the actress, is 71. Well, tell what she was in. Well, she was in several of the, uh, well, a couple things. She great was movies in, of the 70s. Great movies of the 70s. The one with uh, the, uh, the guy with a hat and Harrison yeah. Ford with a hat. And Indiana she was in Jones, uh, Indiana Raiders. Jones. Uh, she was also in um, oh, uh, Animal House. Animal House. Animal House. She played, uh, she uh, uh, cheated on her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> that's all I, I know. So. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and she's uh, she's kind of she's kinky. She's cool. Uh, Josie Bissett from Melrose Place is fifty-two. When I thought I was thinking of Jacqueline Bissett, who, by the oh, way, is uh, unbelievable. That wet T-shirt oh, in the deep. Oh God! I can't. I use I Nick just, Nolte? too much. Oh. Uh, Barry Switzer. College Hall of Fame uh, coach, 86 years old today. Wow. Mario Lemieux, Hall of Fame hockey player, 58. Uh, Sir Bob Geldof from Live Aid and Boomtown Rats, which did the song I Don't Like Mondays after the girl who That's killed people because she didn't like Mondays. Uh, Sir Bob Geldof co-wrote Do They Know It's Christmas? And he was responsible for Live Aid. He's 71. Uh, Brian Johnson with ACDC, the lead screamer, is 75 One today. Of the lead and he's it's just kind of a weird story. Brian Johnson replaced Bon Scott, who yeah. died in 1980. And when Johnson started screaming at the top of his, uh, he, uh, I beg your pardon, Bon Scott had first seen Brian Johnson performing on stage with his own other band. And when Bon Scott saw Johnson screaming at the top of his lungs, rolling around on the floor, and eventually being carried off stage, it turned out that he had been rushed to the hospital with an attack of appendicitis. But, but Bon Scott had seen him and said, this guy was great. Bon Scott died, and Brian Johnson took his place. I mean, just the irony of... Uh, to me, they uh, sound very similar. That's yeah, just, it's sort of, a, sort of a bizarre situation. Uh, a couple of historical things. Um, let's see, 1969. This is for you, Pete. Yes, sir. Monty Python's <laughs> Flying Circus makes its debut on BBC television. It aired 45 episodes over four seasons with John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, Graham Chapman, Terry Jones, Michael Palin, and Eric Idle. Uh, and to this day, are still funny. I'm not. I'm not dead. <laughs> You'll be dead in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Dead soon. Not pulling anyone. You know. <laughs> 1962, the Beatles released their first single in the UK, "Love Me Do," a 45 that gets to number 17. It wasn't released in America until 1964 and hit number one. 
1962, the uh, fictional British spy with the codename 007 makes his debut on the big screen in Dr. No, Ian Fleming's novel put to the screen. Sean Connery as Bond. You see, they, James Bond. they come out, the Broccoli's have come out and said the new one will be in his 30s. That's all they're saying. He'll be a 30-something. Oh, God. So what you well, mean, he's young enough to do several. Well, not yeah. only that, did they say he? Uh, I think they did. Is well, he going to be black or no? A mixed no, the, race the black or? woman's already in there. She's 007. Uh, but she's not James Bond. But she's not Bond. No, but yeah. she'll she'll probably be in all the rest of them. I yeah. imagine. I yeah. don't know. I'm she was okay. She yeah, she was, she she did. Good. Yeah. I just didn't know if they were going to make the main character a female. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Uh, 1947, the first presidential address on television. Our 33rd president, Harry Truman, asked Americans to this is again 1947 asked Americans to eat less grain to help Europe get over the lingering effect of World War II. President Truman suggested no meat on Tuesdays, no eggs or poultry on Thursdays, and use one slice of bread less than normal every day. Huh. Who, remind me again, who started that World War? <laughs> and who started the First World War? Yeah, yeah, was that right. Europeans? Uh, I think it was kind of the Europeans that were helping out. And with we the, can't eat meat because yeah, they're because the a European, bunch of assholes? Yeah, to save no them. Thing, yeah. That we had to save Well, twice? we had to had the whole flyover thing to give them supplies and the whole Truman thing. The please. The, yeah. I'm not. I'm I eating all the, the, all the pork meat you, you can want. hand me. <laughs> and I want my gasoline and my rubber tires back, right. too, by the way. Uh, and speaking of, uh, of uh, presidential type things, uh, flounder if you would, uh, if you would, 1988, Senator Lloyd Benson's debate with Dan Quayle. Uh, and if you, we have a little soundbite here, I want to play a little soundbite of uh, Lloyd Benson and a very famous comment. 1988. Vice presidential debate. All right, you'll get that just <laughs> coming right minutes. up there. Right there. It's like an order at. Uh, Five guys takes 15 minutes to. <laughs> I got a pizza from Trader Joe's yesterday. It's pretty good, by the way. I served with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. And they went nuts. And Quayle looked like, you know, a deer in the headlights. He, he wasn't c clever enough to have come back with a, 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 any kind of a liner. For example, uh, <clears throat> Senator, you crabby old fart. That's why you're never going to be president. You that tell kids be. to get off your lawn, I'll bet you, don't you? And, and it would have been just boom, no, bomb, boom. They would have destroyed Quayle if he had done that well, back then. Yeah, back then. Well, of course. And, and Quayle was, you know... Even, I mean, we all thought he was an idiot. He just did. Uh, it was pretty. Was he was a pretty forty-two-year-old guy who was into the new Kennedy, the new uh, young, fit, Kennedy. good-looking uh, model actor. Well, it just shows someone who can think on their feet and is an old pole like Benson, and, and, against this new guy who's just a pretty boy. Yeah. He was a male model. Yeah. is what he was. Yeah. Well, uh, some of Dan Quayle's uh, malaprops are fairly important. Uh, quote. Republicans understand the importance of bondage between a mother and child. <laughs> um, I am not part of the problem. I am a Republican. Right. My favorite one word sums up probably the responsibility of any vice president. And that one word is to be prepared. <laughs> Illegitimacy is something we should talk about in terms of not having it. Uh, what a waste, my other favorite. 
What a waste it is to lose one's mind, or not to have a mind. It's being very wasteful. How true that is. He was trying to say <laughs> the, the, the famous black college slogan. <laughs> Which I'm trying to remember now. What would the mind is a the terrible, mind is thing, a terrible to thing to waste. Yeah. The, the mind is a terrible <laughs> thing to waste. Wasn't that the NCAA, NAACP Black College Fund or something? It's urban League. Or yeah, I mean it's a black, I mean. it's a black uh, civil rights uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mind is a terrible thing to waste. And Quayle couldn't quite get it out. It wasn't even close. Um, he said, quite frankly, teachers are the only profession that teaches our children. Or <clears throat> <coughs> Mars is essentially in the same orbit. Mars is somewhat the same distance from the sun, which is very important. We have seen pictures where there are canals, we believe, and water. And if there's water, that means there is oxygen. If oxygen, that means we can breathe. Or wow. it's time for the human race to enter the solar system. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, anyway, God. Dan Quayle jokes. Uh, Doesn't have anything also- in there about potato? I'm sorry. Oh, the, well, that, the other one was, and I saw. I remember seeing this when uh, kids were spelling stuff, and he, uh, the kids spelled potato, and Quail said, uh, "Shouldn't it be an e on the end of it?" Is because it that's the British way. Yeah, there, yeah. for some people, that, that's the way and I, if, I, I spell you, it with an and e. If you say well, potatoes, it's e s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so. But and I think I've written it with an e before. But anyway, yeah. they made a big deal about that. They couldn't that, spell that, potato. That's what I thought was overblown. Yeah. Anyway, most people have done the same damn yeah. thing. Yeah, but but again, it was just more Dan Quail stuff. Um, Historical notes of interest uh, for us today here. Uh, <laughs> what he should have said, oh, well, you think, uh, 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 fine, fine. Fuck you and fuck you, potatoes. <laughs> give me a, you give me a potato right now, I'll shove it up here. <laughs> he should have just nutted up. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to see my bank account? You got to take that? <laughs> you have spuds farmers? Oh, mercy. Um, 1813, Chief Tecumseh of the Shawnee Indians was killed in the Battle of Thames as American forces defeated the British and their allied Indian warriors. Yeah. Indian Wars, 1813. That was 18... William Henry Harrison, wasn't it? I believe it was. Uh, 1877, Chief Joseph of the Nez Perce Indians yeah. surrenders to the U.S. Army after a thousand-mile retreat toward the Canadian border, saying, and this is how Flounder's History Guy describes it, quote, saying to the evil white man, I will fight no more forever. He, there was a movie made in the 70s about this. It was amazing. He outmaneuvered the U.S. Army throughout that whole yeah. area and almost got to Canada yeah. before they were starving. It's a and, thousand miles, and he finally, they, he finally had to give it up. outmaneuvered him. He was yeah. like Lee in yeah. this, uh, with the Confederate yeah. Army. He was just outmaneuvering yeah. them the whole time. Yeah. Uh, eight, in uh, 1930, Laura Ingalls became the first woman to make a transcontinental airplane flight. I always thought Laura Ingalls was the girl on TV who had the uh, family who lived in the... Uh... She was the writer. Yeah, I thought she was the... And she also was an airline guy, apparently, I guess. Um, uh, 1931, speaking of airline stuff, 1931, Clyde Pangborn and Hugh Herndon landed in Washington after flying nonstop across the Pacific Ocean. The flight originated in Japan and took 41 hours. Wow. Could you imagine having the balls to do it before you didn't know if you were going to crash and you got nothing but water down there? What year is that? 1931. Basically, there's Midway Island in Washington. And that's it. 
And they knew, I mean, 1931, there was no technology. Of, They're not coming No, no cell phones either, you know, <laughs> radar. And, uh, I mean, you know, geez. Eddie Rickenbacker crashed off, I think, off the coast of Florida, and it took him a week to find yeah, him. I know. Um, and by the way, this is kind of an unusual thing, too. In 1969, a Cuban defector landed a Soviet-made MiG-17 <laughs> jet fighter at Homestead Air Force Base in Florida in 1969. He flew into U.S. airspace and landed undetected. Yeah. They never knew it until he was, uh, there's a MiG on the run. <laughs> Guys, who put the MiG There's over a here? Russian fighter jet. <laughs> oh, my you God. imagine looking out Holy there, out the, your window, you're the having guys a in the towers, uh, <laughs> What's that land at? Uh, two o'clock, we got it up. <laughs> Russian MIG at 2 o'clock on <laughs> runway E14. <laughs> and he gets out and goes, Hola! Hola, <laughs> Pendejos! I surrender. <laughs> I'm unarmed. <laughs> 1969. Amazing. Wow, pretty cool. Uh, on this day in 2011, Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, died at the age of 56. I think it was pancreatic cancer. Uh, something of a, a scumbag as a human being, I guess. Yeah. I, I wasn't a good dad, I guess. But, you know, again, he was a genius. And, and, and uh, you know, guys who are at the very top of those things are, are so, a little screwy. I mean, can you think of anybody uh, of any real serious genius level? You know, Einstein. I mean, if you think of really, can you think of anybody at that level who didn't have something really seriously kind of whacked out about him? I can't. I don't, talk, uh, I don't know. But well, Ben Franklin was. He liked. Uh, he liked. He was a, a libertine. He liked yeah. to, to party. Yeah. Well, yeah. He had some issues with fidelity and you know chicks. But uh, and also on this day, uh, they do just, say all that talk that he was betting every woman in Paris was yeah. really wasn't true. Well, no, but just half of them. So uh, one, Biden landed in Florida, you know, and yeah, he went, talked to with, and meet a, with the governor. Yeah, and apparently Biden let uh, DeSantis speak from behind the president's seal. Which is something usually oh they don't do. Oh, oh so, I, is that not allowed? Usually, it's something that they yeah. don't. It's not uh, something that's well, done very often. Well, he maybe tried to throw a bone or whatever. Maybe because the they're trying to see see we Democrats get along with you guys, so you can vote for us after see, all. They're making fun of DeSantis's white boots because he had just landed or got out of his car. <laughs> And he had white boots on. He had yet to go waiting or whatever. And they're going, oh, yeah, look at that. He's poor. He you doesn't know, do anything. I, just, I hate these people. Uh, on this day in 2004, Rodney Dangerfield died at the oh. age of 82. He's been and gone I remember, that long. Yeah. Yeah, 2004. Who's the bald comedian who's really funny who always does the roasts? He usually hosts Don the Don Rickles. No, he's a newer guy. Jeff something. Yeah. Anyway, he was on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast, and he brought Rodney Dangerfield's bowl yeah. that he smoked. Oh, I no, saw no, that. He, it was yeah. on Bill yeah. Maher. It, it was him and Bill, Bill Maher. Maher. Yeah. And Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. What the hell is that? <laughs> it was pretty cool considering how much weed Rodney Dangerfield smoked. I mean, yeah. he was a major well, pothead. I, I, when, I, when he was here in Atlanta, God, this had to be in uh, the late 90s, maybe 2001 or 2000 area, somewhere there. Um, well, yeah, it was before 2004 when he died. Uh, no, it was around, around 2000, and he was, uh, he was signing books at one of the bookstores in Buckhead. And so, Oxford, probably. Oxford Bookstore. I, I don't remember which one it was. There were, back then, there were more, more than one bookstore back in those days. Anyway, so, and I uh, went to cover him. And so I took along. God, oh, I beg, no, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. It was not here in Atlanta because I was doing TV at the time. That's matter. what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I was still doing TV at the time, and he was signing autographs. And so I showed up with my camera crew, my, my VCR crew, and uh, we got video and all that stuff. And then I did an interview with him. Eventually, did an interview, and he was horrible. I mean, he was just uh, 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 Mr. Dangerfield. Uh, you know, uh, you have fans of all kinds, of all ages and all kinds here. Uh, you really re- appeal to a lot, a lot kind of different people, don't you? Uh, yeah, it's good to see all these people. <laughs> good people. Uh, yeah, the people I was describing, if you could go ahead, you know, I mean, I, he, he, it was awful. It was just freaking horrible. And, and, it went, and, I, and I finally, I was just, I was so embarrassed that I, you know, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get one thing I can use. When you're a reporter on TV you especially, need you need one thing. If I can get one thing, I can wrap it up and go put my shit together and write my script. But I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get one thing, and I never really got it. Work with me. Yeah. And so, and, and so at the end, I said, I, I said okay, uh, I, I, I said, I'm ready. Thank you so much. Thank you. I closed it. I shut down. I, I started packing up. He said, "He said, uh, uh, he said, okay. Yeah, did you get what you want, there, kid? Hope it was all right. <laughs> you know." And it just, it was just so awful. <laughs> but, but he was a nice man about it. But he just, he didn't like people. He was very uncomfortable. He's like Nixon as a politician, and he just didn't. He wasn't a, a happy guy. And I think he was suffering from some physical stuff back then too. And he was probably high. Maybe he was a crack. He was a coke cocaine head. head. Um, but he's known, I mean, he's one of my favorite comedians of all time, um, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, my sex life is nothing to crow about. At my age, I'm envious of a stiff wind. <laughs> Look at uh, me and my dad used to play tag. He'd drive. Uh, my daughter's been picked up so many times, she's starting to grow handles. Uh, I walked in on my wife and the milkman. The first thing she says is, don't tell the butcher. Uh, I tell you, I don't get no respect. My wife told me last week she's cutting me down to twice a month. I said, hey, I know a couple of guys she cut out completely. <laughs> Look out here. Um. <laughs> no, the, the, my favorite was my wife likes to talk during sex. The other week she called me from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately she calls me her hotel. <laughs> uh, I'm not a sexy guy. I went to a hooker. I dropped my pants. She dropped her price. <laughs> um, last week I told my psychiatrist I'm thinking about suicide he told me from now on I have to pay in advance <laughs> okay I was a kid I, uh, when I was a kid in show business I was poor I used to go to the orgies just to eat the grapes <laughs> anyway there's a million of them he <laughs> said I love the fact that he had a resurgence when I was in high school, and all of us high school kids bought his album, were listening to Ronnie Dangerfield, this Borscht Belt, yeah. you know, guy from the Catskills, who yeah. just back in the, in the late 70s, he exploded again. Yeah, and and Don Rickles, too. Don Rickles yeah. made, a, a, and again, yeah, Bob Newhart. I, 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 I memorized Bob Newhart's button-down mind of Bob Newhart and did it in a speech class in college as a speech project. That's the first show of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Where her husband wanted to be a comedian, and he's yeah. down at some thing, and he's doing, uh, he's basically doing Bob Newhart's Bob act. Newhart, yeah. So a few days later, she's watching Bob Newhart on TV, and she goes, "Oh my God, Bob Newhart stolen my husband's act!" <laughs> and she goes and confronts him. Goes, you got to do something about this Bob Newhart guy. He goes, <laughs> he goes "No, it was me stealing his act." <laughs> uh, just roll down the window and crawl right out, Mrs. Selkirk. <laughs> <laughs> I can still, I can still do it. I'll bet you. He's still if with I us too. About it. Thank yeah. God. God bless him. Uh, and I saw him. In uh, on my R and R from Vietnam and Hawaii with my uh, starter wife, and we went. Uh, we saw uh, Bob Newhart in uh, live in Hawaii on my R and R. I'll be. I just. I just remembered that for some reason. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Nice. Really nice man. Uh, yesterday. No, actually, with the passing of Cletus LeBeau Thursday morning at the age of ninety-eight. You ever heard of Cletus LeBeau? 
That name's familiar, but it might just be because the name Cletus I've heard With Cletus passing, Venetian Harold Bray is now the lone living survivor from the USS Indianapolis. Oh, no kidding. From the bombing of Pearl Harbor? What? Was that that Indianapolis? No. That was was the ship that took the atom bomb. Oh! And and had delivered it and was going back under radio silence because it was a secret name, and the Japanese sunk it. Yeah. And, and the sharks came. Yeah. Oh, I, I, remember, I remember that story now. I was thinking of the USS, what you call it. 300 sailors died. 800 went into the ocean and floated around for days. Hundreds mm. more died. He says, then the sharks came. I looked down. They were just swarming us. The tails would hit me every once in a while. Wasn't really anywhere to go, so we had to deal with them. The sharks seemed to go after the people that had big cuts on them or naked or just in their skivvies. We lost a lot of good men in those first few days. I can't imagine. You meant the horror? And, and this wasn't like for an hour. This was days. Days. As one guy said, they, they had these things on when you'd float, and he couldn't wake his friend up, and he, he like pushed him, and he flipped upside down. He had been eaten yeah. off Half from the bottom gone. down. Half yeah. of him was gone. Yeah. Yikes. All right. But we'll end with this. In 1871, lawyer yes. Clement Van Landingham was defending his client accused of murder. Murder. And demonstrating how the victim might have accidentally shot himself. He accidentally shot himself. <laughs> he died. Oh, well, that's not that funny. And his client was acquitted. Oh, my God. <laughs> so said, this is how, oh, my God. That's just funny. Have you ever seen this? Uh, you probably have seen this. Where the guy, the big pompous, uh, the cop is in front of the class. He's teaching gun safety. And he's being Mr. Big Shot out there. And he literally shoots his foot. <laughs> it happened in Marietta. Don't you remember? Jeff Fuzz told us. I, was, I think Fuzz was in the class. <laughs> or you know, he it was one of his cop friends, I believe, shot yeah. himself or shot his foot off or sh- uh, uh, in, in one of the safety classes Ugh. among cops. Bad text theater time. <laughs> All right, what do we got Bad here? Uh, did Joe Biden? How about the one right after Joe Biden? Let's see, it's kind of a Halloween one. Yep. 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 Are you the first guy or the second guy? Yeah, I'll be the uh, first guy. You'll be the first guy. All right. Why didn't the skeleton go to the party? Kimmer, why didn't the skeleton go to why the party? Why didn't the skeleton go to the party? Uh, because he uh, was just no bones about it. I think, oh, sorry. He had no body to go with. No body to go with. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why you guys are getting the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. I got to go. You're killing me. Any final thoughts as we adios here? Beautiful weather. Great time of year to be in the South. Mark says he thinks that Cuban actually got paid for the MIG that he brought over. <laughs> I love it. Oorah, Semper Fi, I got to go. You're killing me. All right, boys. Uh, God bless America. Thank you all. Love you, Jennifer. Congratulations. 18 years. Uh, you rock. See ya. Love you. Marketing is everywhere, from the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone. 
We are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.